what up, what up? Welcome to this Talk That Talk Tuesday as I, JB, is here to represent. Don't start none, don't want be none. Brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off welcome bonus. Uh, also, Canadips. Make sure you head on over to CanadipsCBD.com. All the new joints are in. Uh, this one right here, Pineapple Express, is fire. Make sure you head on over to CanadipsCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, um, and get you 20% off plus free shipping. Believe uh, is the promo code for betonline.ag. Get you 50% off. And Coach JB, the promo code for CanadipsCBD.com. Appreciate everybody in here on this Talk That Talk Tuesday. Uh, lots to discuss today, man. Lots to discuss. First of all, let me get you the uh, quote of the day, as always. Um, Be careful who you call your friends. I'd rather have four quarters than 100 pennies. I'd rather have four quarters than 100 pennies any fucking day of the week. I'd have a tight fucking small circle. I'm just going to tell you right now. Uh, Contrary to belief, brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. A dream written down becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. And a plan backed by action becomes a reality. Uh, That is something you guys have probably all heard. Uh, I just wanted to reiterate and let you guys know. That's the contrary of the belief today on Talk That Talk Tuesday. 2023 has been a fucked up year. We already know. It's been crazy. Fire after fire. Ohio seems like it's just been under attack since the year started. I have no idea what's going on in Ohio. Zach Smith will join us next week. He had a a holiday function with his daughter to hit 10 yesterday. Plus, we had all the Kansas City Chief uh, rah-rahs going on. So we had to bring them in, uh, although no fanboys showed up. A couple fans did, so I appreciate those guys from yesterday. Um, Lot to get into today, man. We're going to talk that talk. Trust me. Uh, please make sure you talk that talk. Uh, I'll be getting, uh, I'll be getting the, the Whitlock clip from yesterday. I'll post it on my channel. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, I've been getting hit up. Apparently there's people, first time I've seen myself, uh, sent people sent me comments. I'm being defended for the first time. (laughs) Uh, Man, look, you know me. I don't hold grudges, dog. I don't really care. Um, people are asking Whitlock to apologize. I'm like, for what? What's he got to apologize for? Um, he don't got to apologize to me. I don't need you to apologize, dog. I, you know how you know how I am. You are who you are, not what you say you are. What the fuck I want to apologize? I will not accept it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So uh, I'm just letting you know right now. I don't know why. What is the apology for? Uh, I already know who you are. <laughs> come on man please um it is what it is like shit i'm gonna say no don't accept it is that even possible how do you not accept it um <laughs> uh, i don't know uh listen this is the world we live in all right i want to i want to i want to show you something i want to show you something real quick 
Don't motherfucking start none. There won't be none. That's where I'm from. Word to the wise. Whitlock, Chiefs, fuckboys who think they know football. Let this be a lesson. Stop fucking with me. I ain't the one. I'm trying to tell you cats on Twitter. Listen, there is no return fire like mine. You cannot beat me in this game. I am going to fuck you up in all aspects. <laughs> you want to talk football? Let's talk. You talk life? Let's talk. You want to try to clown me and you can't even spell? Good luck. I'm just telling you, dog. It doesn't work well for you. You guys all think you're doing this and that. You're not. Don't start none. Won't be none. That's it. Period. So I, I don't understand. This little boy right here slapped a, hits a girl open-handed, gets his ass slapped, and runs away and cries. That is what you guys are that, I, that I'm dealing with all weekend. <laughs> don't start none, won't be none. I'm just telling you. Like, it is what it is. I don't understand how you don't realize that. Start none, won't be none. It blows my mind, dog, before we get into this show. That these cats come on Twitter and Instagram and all these different platforms, TikTok and all these fucking bitch-made platforms, and they literally talk shit. And they talk shit. And when you respond and you fuck them up with words, by the way, they're all words, which makes me fuck Like, you guys use the word cringe. Makes me cringe to, that we're using words because I'm not used to that. I'd rather talk to you in your fucking face. Um, I don't want to hear words, and I hate saying words, but when I say the words after you've already DM'd me five times from four different fake accounts, and I post your fat wife, husband, and kid, and then you've already become personal, sending me mess pictures of my daughter and shit, and then all the people that defend you on open line Twitter stating, JB, you wrong for that. You shouldn't have posted that. Man, fuck you. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Don't start none, won't be none. But see, it's okay. You never catch, you always catch the retaliator. You never catch the instigator. It goes to sports. What do we do as coaches? Coaches in here? Second guy always gets caught. We teach our players, don't fucking retaliate. You're the second guy. The second guy always gets caught. Don't act like I don't know this. But I'm at the stage in my life where I am saying to you all, don't fucking do as I do. Do as I say. I've been around the block when it comes to this coaching business, this playing business. When these kids do fucking what you do, you've already lost them. See, we, we're giving these kids an equal playing field. You're giving kids who don't know shit about shit. Don't know fuck about fuck. Don't know, don't know shit about shit. You're giving them an equal playing field. You're allowing them to think they know exactly as much as you know. And what has it done? What has it done? 
It's eliminated the hierarchy in the world. There is no more hierarchy. Now you have no hierarchy in this fucking system. So kids think they run the show. That's why they beat up teachers and hit teachers. And that's why they're robbing and pillaging. And that's why they're stealing and lying. And that's why they're getting away with whatever they want to get away with. That's why they're the most cowardly fucking pussies we've ever seen in our entire lives. Why do you think they're quick to pull a strap? They're not going to throw hands. They're scary little pussies. So now you got to be on edge as a, as another, as the other person, because these little punk bitches will pull a strap on you because they're scared. Cats don't pull a strap when they're gangster. Cats pull a strap when they're scared. Don't get it twisted. So I'm just trying to be clear here what we got going, what you're inventing, what you've created, what you are enabling. You're enabling this generation to do whatever the fuck they want to do. I'm just telling you guys, man. It blows my mind. You think they're okay to talk, start shit, and when you go back and fire back, like this little fucking kid did, his bitch. Oh, shit. That is exactly what Twitter is right there. That is what Twitter is. Man, Bree, I appreciate you guys. Uh, shit, I didn't even fucking remember it was my birthday. Fucking Joe Accord, man. Appreciate you, Joe. You'd have to do that, man. Um, Bree, you didn't have to do that. Appreciate you. Uh, wish you wouldn't have. Shit, I forgot it was my goddamn birthday. Shit, hey. I ain't got no... <laughs> hey, shit. Let me see here. God damn, sure is the 21st. Keith Smith. See, that's where you're wrong, dog. That's where you're wrong. Keith Smith said, I bet I don't go in the hood without a Glock. I don't go to the hood with no heat. I don't go to the hood with no fire. I don't go to the hood with shit. That's where you're wrong. You got to start dissect. You got to start separating the gangster. The OG from the punk bitch kid that don't think prior to going into it. <laughs> Too many cats holding knives walking into gunfight, dog. I've already beat you before I show up. Why would I why would I why would I rock a strap into the hood? Especially my own. Fuck no. I've never had to carry strap ever in my life. But you're sitting there thinking, damn, no way. Yeah, way. But don't think there's not red dots on everybody else behind me. <laughs> I don't carry no strap. Best believe it's calculated, though. I know where I'm at at all times, dog. What, what do I need a strap for? Like, what do I need a strap for? You would never go to the hood without being strapped because that's what you do. That's who you are. You're actually inviting drama. I ain't inviting drama, but don't think I'm in there empty-handed. See, a lot of you cats think that you have to carry a strap to show something. You carry a strap, that's when you're going to get lit up. I'm just telling you. That's where I'm from, dog. I don't know where you're from, 
But if you got respect where you walk into a hood, what do you got to carry a strap for? They all fucking know me, dog. I, there, there's no need for me to carry a strap. But trust me, there's people around that's that's on 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 watch. <laughs> this ain't no ignorance motherfucker right here you're dealing with. I'm just trying to th- th- throw that out there. So I never had to carry a strap in the hood, especially my own. And if so be it, nowadays you got these little bitch made kids just going around spraying folks. Like I said, got to be smarter than what you what 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 your opponent is. Don't start none, won't be none. That's just what it is. Um, Mo Martin, what up? Tell him Mo. Shit, Mo, we ain't got to walk around with no strap. Um, don't that don't mean we not we don't have one somewhere close, but that don't mean we carry it. <laughs> uh Charles Barkley dedication. Charles Barkley's birthday was yesterday. Um, I just want you to see a real basketball player. I want you to watch basketball like you do every day. And I want you to watch these pussies play. And I want you to watch a 6-4 forward. 6-4, if that, by the way, I've stood next to him. 6-4 maybe, all right? And you compare the two, and you tell me what has changed. Y'all talk about the players back in the day couldn't play now. They're too athletic. Motherfucker, you must have not watched Charles Barkley. You fucking ignorant people are dumb as fuck, especially you young little fanboys. You better go watch real film before you start commenting on shit just because you see Ja fucking Morant. Ja Morant weighs 100 fucking pounds soaking wet. And I want you to understand something. And if you don't agree and don't want to watch it, then you're just ignorant and you're stuck in your ways. Man, please. Happy birthday. 60th birthday yesterday to Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, one of my top five players of all time, watching him. I don't know if I put him as my top five player, but he's one of my top five ever to watch play. That's how exciting that motherfucker was at six foot four inches at 280 fucking pounds. When he played, he was probably 240, but he got heavy later on in Houston and Phoenix. He was still driving the lane, two-hand tomahawking on cats. Oh, you motherfuckers couldn't even have fucking got into the gym with that dude back in the day. Not one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> you cats are unbelievable. Um, if if Barkley was six eight, the world would have problems, dog. I'm gonna be real. The, the the world would have had problems. Um, Isaiah place play Isaiah place that Carl Malone should have went to prison. 
Look, so I'm, I'm confused as to why we're bringing up Carl Malone now. I don't understand it. We've known about this thing for a long time, dog. Why is it now all of a sudden brought out? I'm confused as to why Carl Malone now is trending on every social media platform. He don't even have social media. I hated Carl Malone growing up because he was so fucking good, by the way. Carl Malone, Barkley, Pippen, Jordan, uh, the Stockton Malone era, the Jordan Pippen era, the the Magic Kareem. All these guys came up in this era. They're... Uh, Carl Malone was unstoppable with his jumper, dog. Like, he never missed. Like, the motherfucker never missed. Why is he now trending again? So, apparently, at 20 years old, he impregnated a 13-year-old. And, uh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, that shit is weird and sick as fuck. I have no fucking... You know me, how I feel about this shit. So, I... It is what it is. Nothing happened to the motherfucker, though. Nothing happened to the cat. So we wait 40 years to bring it up? Like, what the fuck are we doing? I, like, dog, you already fucked up. We already know who he is. Y'all, you allowed him to slide for 40 years. Why are you bringing it up now? Now you want to bring it up? <laughs> Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. The bad boy era, one of the best eras ever, one of the best teams ever. Jordan couldn't even beat the motherfuckers for how long? People don't even want to talk about that shit. Jordan couldn't beat the, the Pistons. It took them forever. It took them forever. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, man. Um, Lou Sassel. Whitlock shut him down. The show is going down quick. Oh, fuck. We get these trolls, dog. God damn. Trolls come in in the morning, man. It's like unbelievable. Uh, appreciate everybody hitting the like button. Subscribe. If you're not a member, become one. Because a lot of these trolls like this will end up being put out. So we can get all members only going uh, from time to time. Uh, live golf teams are set. Live golf tournament or live golf is in full swing. They're in Mexico right now. Next week, they'll be in Tucson. Uh Man, Hector, much love to you, dog. Much love to everybody with the birthday shout-out, man. I appreciate you. And I say, fuck you, motherfuckers, for letting me know I'm a year older. But I appreciate you guys, man, because I truly woke up this morning. If I would, if it was really, if I'd have known it was my birthday without thinking about it too long, I'd have woke up like, fuck, it's my birthday today. I probably wouldn't even have done a show. I truly forgot about it. I don't have no fucking idea. I can't stay. I don't do birthdays. I really don't give a fuck about them. It's not like I got six kids running over and a wife coming home to me and saying, let's go have Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I've never had birthdays. Shit. I was coaching at Indy and I forgot my birthday and I fucking finally got a, a message um, from somebody. Fuck. Throughout the middle of the day. And I was like, shit, I forgot all about my birthday. Uh Alan Edwards, shout out. Um, I will. Let me see. Let me see if I got a picture of me. Let me see if I got a, I got a picture of me at Fort Hayes State, I think. Uh, me throwing the rock. Let me see here. Somebody just sent me that. Um, we're here on Talk That Talk Tuesday. 
Somebody just sent me a picture of me throwing the rock. Boy, I could sling the rock too, boy. You don't even want to know. Uh, let's see. There we go. Bam. Um, Clint Walker, man, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Um, appreciate you. Britt said, I'm finally speaking some truth about today's youth being weak. I'm finally speaking. <laughs> man, Steve Wilsey, what you doing, dog? I appreciate all you guys, man. You guys really don't have to do that shit, man. It's kind of embarrassment, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Steve Wilsey in here dropping C-notes, man. Joe Accord dropping 50 pieces. Man, I appreciate you guys, man. Happy birthday, man. It's much love. Uh, you're the you're my family now. Shit. Fuck it. Let's roll. The live golf teams are set. Pat Perez, obviously, my boy Four Aces. Uh, let me represent. I got the Four Aces hat right here. Gotta represent my boy Pat Perez. His birthday's next week. Uh, I'll be in Tucson in a few weeks watching Pat Perez get down. Uh, in Tucson. They're in Mexico right now. They're in Mexico. So the four aces. Joel Cord, I'll be get I'll get you one of these. Don't trip. Uh, once they're out there, I'll get a couple hats and I'll send you one. Um, I'll send you some of those. So I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate all you guys. Um, yeah, Britt must not follow me on Twitter or nothing. Um, yeah, the books you want them personally signed, Venmo me at Coach JV12. I'll personally sign it and ship it myself. So you ain't got to go through all the hoops, hoops and, and, and shit through the website. Uh, I got them at my house too. I'll sign it if you want it. 30 bucks includes shipping. So just leave your address in my Venmo at Coach JV12. Uh, somebody said, uh, yes, sir, Tyler. All you guys that aren't members, become one. Become a member if you're not one. Uh, become one. Um, we're just getting started here. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, my half birthday's coming up in six months. So you guys could do this too, uh, in six months. <laughs> I wish I would do a fucking half birthday. I know people that literally go to Vegas for two days, three days to celebrate what's called a half birthday. I ain't never even fucking heard of a half birthday until I now. A half birthday? What the fuck is a half birthday? Oh, Cody, that's half. That's six months in. You're 45 and a half. 46 and a half. You're 40. You're 13 and a half. Motherfucker, please. I ain't no half shit. I ain't no half stepper either. All gas, no brakes. Uh, come on, man. Uh, we got a lot of, a uh, lot of going on. Appreciate everybody. Uh, join the discord slap nation. If you're not a member, become one. You can chat in there through text. We chop it up in there. The community's growing. Don't be a bitch made cat in there. We'll block your ass. Make sure you get in there. It's uh, another dollar, uh, above your other membership that you have. If you're not a member, become one. We need members to get back in this mix. Get your ass a member. If you're a member, then you'll have some shit to do. You can call in like the people did yesterday that were not members. I've had a lot of people hit me up asking me about it. You can become a member. You can call in and I'll take call-ins. I'll make sure we start doing that as part of the show. 
I just have to wait through a few things because I'm waiting on a few different finales and some uh, and some uh, there's some some things in the work. So I got to wait for that to happen. And then, you know, we're going to try to move this show into the cigar lounge. We're going to try to blow this thing all the way through the roof. But right now I'm working on a few other things to see what happens. If something happens, then we'll start having completely uh, full on trivia call-ins, both phone and video face that I think I'm one of the first ones to start doing and no one else has got the balls enough to do. It's a trip, though. I started doing the the video call-in thing. Like, call in, dog. Let's chop it up. But the same people kept calling in, and, and it was cool, but then there was no new people. Everybody was scared. And then you see that yesterday when we, we have the fanboys, we give them the open invitation, and not one of them called in. But they just said he yapping on Twitter. Like, dog, you're all bark, no bite. I mean, we know what it is. BMKs, bitch make cats. So that's what it is. We already know what it is. But don't start, none won't be none. Don't start, none won't be none. Oh, shit. That's, that should just stick in your face right there, that little kid starting shit and getting fucked up. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, young Tone Casey said, I'll call in right now. Well, too bad. You snooze, you lose, homie. Motherfucker, I don't work for you. <laughs> I don't work on your fucking time, homie. Like I said, yesterday was your open invitation. It was your window. Now... If you become a member, then I'll have you, I can let you call in. That's the rule. (laughs) Yesterday was an open invitation to address all the bitch made cats. So become a member or you're just a troll to me. So no, why am I rewarding you to come on the show? For what? You missed your invitation, homie. If you miss invitations in real life, do you get to come back the next day and act like everybody's still there? (laughs) Oh, shit. I missed the homie's wedding. Hey, I'm going to come tomorrow, though. (laughs) Tomorrow, nobody's there, motherfucker. It's too late. Oh, man. It's unbelievable. People are commenting on my kitchen. My kitchen's gorgeous, by the way. You're just a dick writer. But people are commenting on my kitchen. That is how fucking bad it is. They took all the shit I did, and they commented on my kitchen. (laughs) First of all, you could never afford my kitchen. Second of all, you could never afford my house, the property, the land. So for all you guys talking shit, the motherfuckers talking shit, they have to pick something to talk about. (laughs) Because they're getting their ass beat so bad on Twitter by me, if there was a scorekeeper, I'm undefeated, by the way. I'm Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather around this bitch on Twitter. But if they're taking score, I'm undefeated. And you know when you're getting your ass beat real bad, right? You know what you go to. Just anything. Anything you see. <laughs> uh, your kitchen. <laughs> God damn, these motherfuckers are some bitch-ass motherfuckers, boy. This guy said, I'm only here because I was speaking nonsense on Twitter. Uh, on Whitlock. Well, 
Contrary to your belief, my friend, looks like the public opinion is on my side on the whole Whitlock thing. <laughs> so I don't know where the fuck you're talking about. But anyway, the house is brand new. I had it built from scratch, number one. Number two, none of you that say all this shit could even afford the fucking property tax. Number three, you couldn't even afford the land I live on. And number four, you would never have designed the house this motherfucking clean and set up and sexy. Shut the fuck up. Dick Riders, haters, you're my biggest fans. You make my dick rock. Pat Beverly to the Bills, Westbrook to the Clippers. I like one, not the other. Which one you think? Pat Beverly to the to the Bulls makes perfect sense to me. They need a nutty gutty defender. Westbrook to the Clippers is a Westbrook to the Lakers situation, in my opinion. It makes no sense. But I'm not mad at Westbrook. I think he always gets a raw end of the deal. He's from L.A. I wouldn't want to leave L.A. either, dog. Clippers make sense to me. Uh, in, a, in a cold sense, I kind of wish and hope he gives it to the Lakers when they play. I really do. Uh, because I don't like this Laker team. <coughs> AD's a bitch. LeBron's a bitch. I don't really like this team. I'm, let me retract LeBron being a bitch. Um, can I retract? I don't think I can. Um, and I don't think you should be able to retract. But having said that, LeBron's never had any issues off the court. He's never been in trouble that we know of, uh, that we know of. Um, and don't you hate that stereotype that we know of? Motherfucker, he ain't been caught and ain't been in trouble. Then he ain't in trouble, motherfucker. I, I, I hate motherfuckers that always try to, that we know of. Motherfucker, we know that he has never been in trouble. <laughs> Why are you always trying to add some shit to the motherfucker? One thing about me. I'm going to keep it real and talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter if I like you or not. I don't like him on the court. He's a freaking phenom. We already know LeBron's going to go down as top three or fucking five or whatever. Everyone's going to talk about the GOAT and all this. He broke the record, dog. You can't say nothing else, right? It's like Mahomes. Mahomes got two Super Bowl wins. Mahomes just won the second Super Bowl. So you can't really say nothing. That's why I put him at number one returning next year, right? Based on my criteria, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't have him at number one. He beat Burrow this year, even though he's one in three versus Burrow. But having said that, he beat him this year. It's a what have you done for me lately? He won another Super Bowl. He has two, two more than Burrow, two more than Josh Allen, two more than Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones. All these different guys, he has two more. One more than Aaron Rodgers. One more than Brett Favre. He's right underneath Elway. He's got one more than Marino. He's one under Aikman. He's two under Montana. One under Young. Like, I can go on and on. I'm just off the top. But he's one more than Russell Wilson. So... I would be a hypocrite if I did not give him his flowers for that feat. He's 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 opened up and he's he's done that. So I'm never gonna. Why, why would I? You act like I'm just coming up here for hot takes, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about no hot take, whatever the fuck that means, or no clickbait. I just tell you the real. And what I broke down on Whitlock yesterday was damn unbelievable factual evidence. <laughs> so. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It'll be up on my show hopefully later on today or tomorrow. And the bottom line is sometimes the truth hurts folks. And it is what it is. 
I don't know why Whitlock hung up. You know what? It's his show. I hung up on Sarah. <laughs> I didn't apologize, nor should he. He is what he is, who he is. I am who I am. I don't want no fucking apology. I've been getting sent all these messages. Oh, he needs to apologize, coach. No, he don't. For what? Dog. So then Matt, then Matt and I should apologize to each other every day, right? No, we're not. Dog, you guys are too sensitive. The, the XFL started, all right? And everyone's asking me, coach, you like the rule after you score? Instead of kicking it, you get a one opportunity on fourth and 15. I think the NFL should adopt it. It's great. No, it's not great. It's literally what you guys are in America. <laughs> Enabled. Expecting instant gratification. You expect something to be handed to you. That is a fucking horrible rule that the XFL put in. The XFL can't be taken serious with those rules. Now, all the other rules, the instant replay, the refs allowing them to bang, I love, I love the XFL. That rule in particular, the two-point, three-point, and one-point rule, no kicking, it is what it is. I, you can't kick. Eh, I don't know if I like that either. But because if you need one point, I mean, I get it. it it's a lot harder to fucking run a play and score one point than it is to kick a point. But it is what it is, right? So make it harder. Cool. Fuck it. But the fourth and 15 rule that everyone's blowing me up about and saying, Coach, we need to adopt it in the NFL. No, we don't. The NFL's already as soft as fuck. You imagine? You imagine Josh Allen losing another game to Mahomes on a fourth and 15 call after they've come back and scored down 14 with a minute 30 left and can tie it and or win it because they can allow a fourth and 15 one-time Hail Mary type of shot um, instead of having to kick off to the other team because you just scored like normal fucking football. No, earn it on an onside kick like the game was invented to do. <laughs> I don't want to see a fourth and 15 fucking lucky. Yesterday, the XFL, Sunday, they did that deal. And that's how DC won on a fucking PI. On a PI on the 4th and 15th. So not only do you not have to kick it off, you get rewarded by going for it on 4th and 15th. And if you throw up a ball and get a PI, you can get the first down. Dog, that's horseshit to me. That is the softest fucking rule I've ever heard of in my life. By the way, newsbreaker, um, I will be on uh, Kansas City Radio today. <laughs> I will be on 610 Radio in Kansas City. Um, I would tune in for that one uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, right when this show ends, I'll shut it off a little early and go on to that show. They do a live radio show. I probably can't cuss on that one. Um, all right. I'll be on that later on. Um Discord link, I believe, is on YouTube. I got to check it out. I got to check it out. I think it is on my YouTube. Uh, if somebody could look, I don't know if Derek's in here. I need to get the Discord link and put it in the chat. Um, yes, 
I was on with Brandon Walker on 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 unnecessary roughness on Barstool. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check out that show. Uh, Barstool does a hell of a job doing that and promoting it. They're putting out a clip or two a day from our show. Our show was an hour and a half, so we were doing that. Um, and so you know, it's it's seven on seven was brought up. The Deion Sanders stuff was brought up. And listen, everyone that's against me, what I say is soft. And then all the ones that say that I call them soft, call me whatever it is. So that's my point. You call me the old man on the grass. I call you soft. It's all opinions, dog. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, call if you're getting called soft and that offended by it and going to run to the car crying then God damn, your parents are fucking pussy. <laughs> like, who raised you, motherfuckers? That's why you motherfuckers are out here fucking doing this dumbass shit. Like, oh, man, it's unbelievable. Um, This is why, this is the soft pussy world you guys live in. You live in these prank boy situations. And then the pranks now, listen to this shit, the pranks have become fake pranks on top of the fake prank. Does that make sense? So a prank is fake. We're shooting a video. Stop. Uh, motherfucker, I don't care if you're shooting a video. I'm fucking you up if you're trying to prank me, right? Well, now the prank video is actually a setup prank on top of that. Does that make sense? So I'm pranking you without knowing you. That's a prank. I'm pranking you with knowing you is just a fake prank. <laughs> Now, how pussy soft is a fake prank? We're, we've created the softest shit ever, pranks, and turned them into fake pranks, meaning all parties are involved. Just to get tweets and relikes, dog. Like, this world, social media, I am fully convinced. We talked about this a year ago. Ah, there's some pros and cons with social media. I'm fully convinced. Dog. Social media is all con. It's all bad. We need to delete that motherfucker. Like I said last week, delete social media for a fucking year. I'm the old man on the grass. No, I'm not. Watch the world get back to fucking business. <laughs> Take motherfuckers off social media where you got to go out and get a job, motherfucker. You got to go, go grocery shopping on your own. Take the video games out for a year and see what the fuck you do. You're either going to grow, blow up to be 600-pound fat fucks like we already are the most obese nation in the world, or you're actually going to go out and fucking get off your cell phone and go run, jog, work, exercise, do something outside. I don't know why you motherfuckers worried about Ohio and all this shit anyway. You ain't, you don't go outside anyway to breathe the fucking air. But fake pranks is the new thing. Hey, bro. What you doing? I can't shake a hand, bro. Why? I'm gonna look nice and watch out, but you, bro, that's like your I dude? Said, I'm not, my name is Watch out, Watch out, bro. Did you hear me, bro? Watch out. I'm t Did you hear she me, can bro? talk for herself, bro. Like I said, don't, she don't, she don't, step, don't step none. She, she can talk for herself. Cross this line, that's your ass. She can talk. Cross that line, that's your ass. Cross that line, that's your ass. Watch out, bro. Watch out, watch out. Cross that line, that's your ass. Watch out, bro. You tripping. It's a video. You tripping. They're tripping. Watch out, bud. Man, it's a video. Yo. 
Man, if you don't cut the shit out, dog, like, <sighs> don't start now, won't be now. So we know that's fake. So we, it's fake. Let's keep it real. You're doing it for tweets and relikes, but let's be real though. <laughs> this is what the world has become. I wish the motherfucker would keep talking to a girl I'm with, even if I'm not with the girl. And if I'm with the girl that day eating, <laughs> motherfucker, please. There ain't going to be no talking, dog. There's no talking. And if he's going to continue to talk after you say, dog, what you doing? Then we already know what it is. But you motherfuckers are, dog, fake pranks? <laughs> this is what the world's become? Holy shit, dog. Uh, the, the generation's fucked up, and I'm, I'm, I'm tripping that people really don't think that. <laughs> people really don't think that shit is what's fucking crazy to me. Um, Stephen A. Smith, dog, he has to grasp the attention. We always talk about him being the center of attention. Dog, listen. Stephen A. Smith clearly wants to be recognized and wants to be the show stopper. But this gives me secondhand embarrassment right here, dog. That motherfucker strolling across the baseline like he's fucking... Holy shit, dog. That motherfucker thought he was goddamn the, the man. Shaft. Um, Young Tone KC. I don't even know. What is a jabroni? Uh, let, me, let me know what that is, uh, Young Tone KC. What is a, what is a, a jabroni? Um, if you are a Slap Nation member, you will see it under membership perks. Yeah, but what about new members, the, uh, Derek? How do we get new members? Is there a link for it? Can we drop it in a link uh, or something? Um, twin sinks and two stoves? Uh, I got two stoves. You already know. Stacked. I got stackable stoves. Uh, all ran smart stoves, by the way. So I can pull it up on my phone, check on the chicken wings or the fucking salmon or whatever I'm cooking in there. Um, I gotta get I gotta get the fucking bio link, man. I gotta get a, the Slap Nation link to you guys somehow. I didn't know. I thought it was up. I'll figure it out. Um, I'll get. How did everybody that's in there figure it out? I'm curious. How'd you guys get it? So you have to subscribe first. You have to be a subscriber. And a member to get into Slap Nation. That is why you don't see it. So make sure you hit that up. Um, I'll drop the, let's drop the regular link to the actual channel, Derek, if you can. And then we'll, uh, we can go from there. Um, appreciate it. If you become a member, man, join. That's what you do. You go to my channel on YouTube. Go to a desktop or a laptop or turn your phone into desktop mode and do it that way. Um, you know what? Bree, Hector, Lucy, um, Coach Davis, um, 
everybody has joined this thing and they've never asked me how. It's it's crazy. There's like 500 members and no one's ever asked me how to become a member. It seems like only cats that are trolling or lazy or enabled or the fake pranksters. Those are the ones that always ask. You guys could figure it out, dog. If I told you that the fucking winning lotto numbers are in there, you'll go figure it out. I'm not worried. Uh, Daniel Jones, you are tripping. Daniel Jones, you are tripping. Dog, you are tripping, homie. I just gave you all the flowers in the world. And I gave you all the flowers. I gave you all the credit. I gave you the... I said you were going to have a great year under Brian Dayball. By the way, who do I give the credit to? Brian Dayball or Daniel Jones? Who have I been saying that from the jump? I said Brian Dayball, didn't I? So why is everyone so trip? Why is everybody tripping so hard when I say Andy Reid is the reason Mahomes has so much success? Like... Becoming a member is legitimately on my channel. Slap Nation is now active. It says go on a browser and upgrade your membership to Slap Nation. Hector just sent me a text, dog. It shows it right there. Join the Discord. It's right underneath my show. You got to become a member, dog. Join that shit. Um, Daniel Jones, you're tripping. Brian Dable gave you some stability, gave you some foundation, brought you in. He's turned up the notch. You guys have a shot. You did well in New York this year. But, dog, you're really asking for $45 million? I would be a fucking hypocrite if I said you're even close to that money. You threw 15 touchdowns last year, homie. Come on, dog. I And I've been defending you. I've been defending you. I think you're a freak athlete. I think you're a great athlete. I think you could be really good. I said, if you're in some foundational structure, you'll be great. I said, I know you don't have any receivers. I know your O-line's as bad as anyone's. But I don't care. There's no excuses. You had a hell of a season. Your team went to the playoffs. They won a game in the playoffs. And you've made huge strides. But now you're asking for Aaron Rodgers' money? Come on. What are we doing? If I said that fucking Kyler Murray's not worth the money and Lamar Jackson's not worth the money and these other fucks aren't worth the money, Derek Carr and Wentz and Baker and fucking all these other slapdicks, Dak Prescott, and why would you think you're worth the money? Fuck no. I have you in a, as a top 10 returning quarterback next year. But there's no fucking way I give you $45 million. I wouldn't give you... Be honest, dog. I don't even... See, you're fucking... You guys are nice, dog. You let the marketplace just control the narrative. Oh, no. We got to... Dog, don't pay him. And see who pays him. And if nobody pays him, he'll be back to you on a smaller discount. <laughs> like, do you not realize that shit? Do you not realize that shit? Like, don't pay him the Giants, because I'm totally against... Something has to break. We got to break this fucking curse. We got to break this shit. Coach, you hating. They should get their bag. Get the bag for what? So there's no more earning the bag, huh? You motherfuckers will give the bag to whoever. Just here. Here you go. 
here's a little here's a little here's a little uh i want to show you something real quick here's a fucking see here let me see something dog i'm I'm gonna show you something this is what this is what you should have when you find a bag research rescue teams in turkey found two million dollars in cash that belonged to one of the earthquake victims you motherfuckers all want $2 million in cash handed to your motherfucking asses for doing nothing, for being mediocre. Coach, you hating. They deserve the bag. No. This motherfucker found $2 million and an earthquake. That's what you all think you are going to find. Dog, go earn your fucking bread. Go earn your keep. Go earn your cheese. Like... It blows my mind. You motherfuckers really, truly think that somebody is just supposed to give you money at a massive proportion amount of money for doing nothing, being average to below average. That is what the new mediocrity tells us. It is the excellence. Mediocrity is the new excellence. I don't understand why so many people um, are really... That fucking, like, you're going to pay Daniel Jones more money than Joe Burrow. You're going to pay Daniel Jones more money than fucking shit. $45 million a year, dog. He puts him right under Aaron Rodgers at $50 million. So, <laughs> for me, if Daniel Jones just came off a fucking 50 touchdown year and 5,000 yards and won a few playoff games, then we could have a discussion. And still, that's a one-hitter quitter. That's one year. I don't know if I'd still pay you 45 mil. This cat's on his rookie deal. Like, come on, man. And then Saquon Barkley said, I won't play for under 12.5 million a year, which is the highest marketplace the running back has ever seen. 12.5. The Giants can't pay both, first of all, and get receivers and get O-line help. So, if they don't figure this out by the selfishness of these kids, and I hate to say that because everyone's getting the bag, so they deserve the bag too, but they don't deserve the bag. See what I'm saying? Because the cats that are undeserving, or, or, or yeah, undeserving and not worthy, Kyler Murray, not worthy, and not deserving, Deshaun Watson, not worthy, not deserving, I can go through. Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, is not worthy or deserving. Dak Prescott's not worthy or deserving. We got all these guys out here. Carson Wentz ain't definitely not worthy or deserving. Russell Wilson, I would have never paid him that much money this late in the season in his career. He has deserved. He has. He is deserving because of what he's done. Body of work. Ten seasons. He's been pretty damn top five quarterback in the NFL probably for the last ten seasons. Let's not make no mistake about it. So don't don't make up lies and say, oh, no, 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 because you live in a what have you done for me now lately world, and half of you that 10 years ago weren't even born. <laughs> 10 years ago when Russell Westbrook got in the league, you motherfuckers weren't even born. And then you're going to come in here and say, 
who's Russell Wilson? Who's Russell Wilson? He ain't done shit because you don't know shit because you haven't been around long enough, motherfucker. That's what the bottom line is. You don't have the experience to dissect this shit. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, man, it's gonna be bad. Uh, I don't know if quarterback. I don't know if quarterback cap salaries will be separated from the cap. That's just not possible, in my opinion. So I don't think that can happen. Matt McChesney joins me in about five minutes. Steve Kim will join me in about 30 minutes. Uh, talk to them. Daniel Jones, you're tripping, dog. You need to reel it in and be realistic and, and help your team out. Help your fucking team out. Um, Lamar Jackson, is he going to get tagged? Is he going to get franchise tagged? Lamar Jackson, uh, if they don't tag him soon, he can become a free agent. If they tag him, then... He is not instantly a free agent. Still doesn't mean he won't be traded. That just means he's not a free agent up for grabs. So they have to tag him at some point. Lamar Jackson is making a very big mistake, a grave one. He needs to get an agent. So the agent can go around and manipulate deals with other teams. He cannot do it himself or his mother. No offense. Lamar Jackson has to get an agent, dog. It's time to just say, fuck it. I got to get an agent. Nobody's going to give a fuck. So everybody will talk shit on Twitter for fucking two days, and it'll be over. You'll get paid, and you'll end up somewhere worthy. Now, Lamar Jackson's deserving of the bag, but he's not worth of the bag. <laughs> he's not worth the bag that you're going to pay him, but he is deserving. No off-the-field issues. Usually available. Won a playoff game wins we know he's a freak athlete i don't think he's a super bowl winning quarterback but he has at least been available for the most part this year not so much but for the body of work mvp playoff win been to the playoffs hasn't got the big playoff win yet that he needs but he's deserving well much more deserving of than kyler murray much more deserving than deshaun watson much more deserving than a lot of these dudes, even Daniel Jones. But he's not worth the money. He's not worth it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, Steve, wild man Steve just talks out your, you just talk out your ass, it looks like. You don't know shit about me or anything about it. So you should just shut the fuck up because you obviously know nothing. And you won't debate me. Because you know you'll get fucking scorched. And you know that you can't never live in my world because you bag my groceries at fucking Walmart. And you're talking to yourself. You realize that, right? You're talking to yourself, homie. <laughs> Nobody's listening to you. Nobody cares. You're irrelevant. You work at Walmart. You bag my groceries. Hey, Dick Ryder Scott, you're talking to yourself. I'll debate you. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck, Scott. You're not even a member. You're a troll. Do you realize you're a troll? Here we go, Scott. Here we go, Scott. Let's go, Scott. Here we go. Here's Scott. Let's get to Scott. Let's get to Scott. Here's Scott. Scott. <laughs> 
started some, but now he's crying. Now I'm the I'm the bad guy. I'm insulting him. Scott just started some, but now he don't want none. It's unbelievable. Scott starts some, but don't want none. Scott, he started it, but don't want it. It's fucking unbelievable to me. This fucking troll's not even a member. He wants to talk shit, but then he don't want to fucking, def- he can't take it. Like, it blows my fucking mind. I bet Scott pegs all the men in his class. <laughs> but when the man pegs him, he run- he's running like a motherfucker, boy. He's running like somebody stole something in the pen. That motherfucker don't want to get pegged, but he wants to do the pegging. <laughs> you fucking soft motherfuckers, boy. Aaron Rodgers, where is his final destination going to be? Where this will be his final destination, in my opinion. Where is it? Is he going to? Is he going to? Stay in Green Bay, come out the fucking dark room retreat, have a whole new outlook on life, on Hiwaska and all the other shit, or is he going to the Raiders? Is he going to go to a new team? It is all depends. Um, uh, it just all depends. You know what I mean? Um, Derek Carr met with the Jets yesterday. <clears throat> the Jets hesitant to sign him because of why? Because Aaron Rodgers is out there. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> Derek Carr to the Jets. Man, I hope my boy Jermaine don't have to deal with that. I'm being honest. <clears throat> You're going to get a guy that looks good in, in seven on seven. He looks good in shorts and shirts. <clears throat> But when the heat comes coming, the heat gets going, the kitchen gets hot, his ass is going to fold like a cheap tent. His ass is going to fold like Scott in the chat. He's going to fold. That's who he is. Derek Carr is not no big-time cat. You can't bring him in and pay him no big-time money. Just don't do it. You're going to set yourself up for failure. What do the Bears do? What do the Bears do? And I just want this is the salt. This is this is the Scots of the world, okay? The ones that aren't in the chat, they're not members. They just want to come troll. They think that this is their NFL. This is the NFL they like. <laughs> Look at these goober fucks. This is who's strolling the sidelines nowadays, along with McDaniel's weirdo fucking ass. And Staley, have you not noticed the fucking differences of the head coach in the NFL now than what it was? You could fucking have these fucking goobers, but Eric Bieniemy is going to struggle getting even an OC job somewhere else. He had to struggle to get the OC job in, in, in Washington. Like, but we'll hire these fucking goobers who couldn't get on the fucking board with my motherfucking ass and definitely can't relate to these fucking dudes in the locker room, they'll get jobs all fucking day long. Come on, man. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break.
Whitlock just dropped a little clip from yesterday. I'm going to retweet it. Because you say I'm trolling. Anyone that knows me knows that I don't put out shit just to get clicks. What I say is the truth, and y'all Kansas City fans just can't handle it. Let's be real. So now he'll spark up a whole new Kansas City fucking drama. Uh, let's see. The truth hurts. The truth hurts. Scott is just a troll. I mean, we already know he's a fucking bitch troll. I mean, hey, Scott, tell me what the difference between quarters and cover two is. I'm waiting. Come on, dog. You know football. Tell me the difference between quarters and cover two. It's a true triangle. <laughs> hey, by the way, the, the, <clears throat> the Kansas City podcaster that told me quarters is deep. Uh, the safety triangle, all the bullshit that we heard. By the way, I want to clarify so everybody understands. When I ask a very simple question, it is very simple. What is the difference between quarters and cover two? And when you don't tell me certain things right outside, right out, right away, you're wrong. That's why I interrupted him. He was wrong already. That's what you don't get because you don't know fucking football. But Scott just wants to come in and he said, I don't know football, but yet as he has yet to announce that he don't know quarters. Cover two, both safeties have to fill deep halves. Is that, if you're an elementary teacher world out there listening, is that answering the question? Here's the question again, Scott. What is the difference between quarters and cover two? This motherfucker told me that the cover two, I didn't, I didn't say shit about it. Young Tone KC, again, don't know football. This motherfucker started off saying the outside corners stay low. That's not the difference between quarters and cover two, you fucking idiots. Now don't talk football with me, homie. You don't know it. You sound fucking ignorant. And the guy on the show, I was embarrassed for him. But I had he had to be the sacrificial lamb, dog. He had to be the one. You motherfuckers all want to talk. Don't start none, won't be none. Homie, you know you can't fuck with me in this thing. This is a professional talking to a bunch of fucking idiots. You're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> you don't know fucking nothing. And you definitely can't step into my world and talk football. So go troll someone that you think you can talk to that don't think you're full of shit. I know you're full of shit. You need attention. You're thirsty. Well, thirsty Thursdays are two days away. This is talk that talk. And you definitely can't talk that talk. <laughs> I am going to explain quarters. When Matt McChesney joins me, I'm going to get on the board and I'm going to show the world what the fucking difference is between quarters and cover two, which is the question I asked. Did I say, hey, explain to me cover two? No. Did I say, hey, explain to me quarters? No. I said, tell me the difference between cover two and quarters. 
but you haven't still not one person on Twitter. No one has answered the question correctly, but you all think, you know, football. (laughs) See, Ashton Scott said quarters is each DB covers a quarter of the field and cover two of the corners have five. No, it's not right. That's not right. See, that's what I'm saying. You guys don't know it. And Ashton's at least having a civil conversation and asking if it's right. He's asking if it's right. He's not telling me that this is what it is like a lot of you fucking ignorant fucks. It blows my mind how embarrassing the world. You guys have become, I am so embarrassed by the world. I'm just being honest. See, back in my day, and I'm not, I hate to be that guy I'm on the front lawn yelling, but this is real shit. There was a time when, and you want to say, oh, JB, you're not humble at all. Well, actually, my truth telling makes me sound egotistical because you can't handle the truth. So you're going to point fingers and call me egotistical, call me asshole, call me this, call me that. But really, when I tell you the truth and speak the truth, you just get mad and butthurt and you can't handle the truth. So you go to name calling. I never called you a name until you called me one. (laughs) Remember that tit for tat shit? Well, that's what we live in because it's social media. But having said that, though, I get secondhand embarrassment from people that actually come on Twitter on the video that I posted yesterday with the kid from Kansas City that I asked him what the difference was between quarters and cover two. And when he couldn't tell me. And then he started bambling on. By the way, he blocked me on Twitter. I said I'd go on your show. That's how soft we are, dog. You fanboys are so fucking soft. I let you on the show. You were very civil and nice. Nice kid. Your butt hurt because I showed the video and blocked me? (laughs) Not my fault that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I had to show your fan base this is who you are. This is what I have to deal with every day. You don't know shit. But you continue to act like you do. You guys all in the chat are still trying to grasp the concept of quarters in cover two. <laughs> like corner zone underneath. Help me. Stop. Just stop talking. You guys don't know what it is. <laughs> like you have no idea what quarters is. And you definitely can't explain it. So how are you going to segregate the two? How are you going to separate the difference between quarters and cover two? And if you don't know, it blows my mind how all of you seem to act like you do on Twitter. That is why I got secondhand embarrassment. Quarters is when uh, the qu- everyone goes deep and we got this fucking umbrella over the top and it's five DBs and it's... Qu- Shut up. I'm fucking embarrassed that you're even saying that you act like you know what the fuck it is. I am truly embarrassed for the hundreds of comments that were in my Twitter that literally tried to explain quarters and cover two, and not one of you were right. It's a fucking embarrassment. No wonder our kids are being coached fucked up. No wonder the profession is in dire straits because we're so fucking shitty as a coach. We refuse to clinic. We refuse to learn. We just want to fucking talk, talk, talk. That's why y'all could never coach with me because you fucking don't know and refuse to listen and refuse to learn. 
It fucking is unbelievable to me. Holy shit. Mike Evans, quarter is when the defense has five cornerbacks in and two safeties. Holy fuck, homie. Mike Evans, I am literally got goosebumps on my fucking arms for how embarrassed I am for you. You literally just made a statement that you literally know quarters coverage and it could not be more wrong. You could not be more wrong. <laughs> oh my God, homie. These motherfuckers are really talking to themselves. They're really talking to themselves about what it really is. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> this guy, Scott, is such a fucking dick writer. If anyone saw me break down the film of the XFL the other day, did anyone, did just, can someone explain to Scott what the play call was from the mouth of the offensive coordinator in the XFL game? Did I not say F. Will was being called by the offensive coordinator? That's what he called. So F. Will is usually something out the backfield, up the sideline. But they did not run it. They ran a bubble with number two. They ran a corner with three. And I strictly said, he called F. Will, so that's what the play is. He must call it that. No shit they didn't run a Will, you fucking moron. Did I say they would? I said what the fucking offensive coordinator called. You fucking dick writers. You don't listen. You just want to talk. I, I Like, I'm so over you dick writers that just want to talk. Like, it blows my mind. Because you just look for trigger words because you're thirsty fucks and you need attention. Scott, bye, bitch boy. I just can't stand these fucking dick writers. I mean, it un it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. See, see, the big D said, I've been following since 86 and I just can't wait till you break down what quarters is. That's how you do it. Here's Dirty Harry. Quarters is a triangle coverage. <laughs> oh, man. Blake Rexman, shut up, dog. You sound thirsty, homie. You're not even a member. Now you want to debate LeBron James. Shut up. You guys are fucking idiots. Um, Anthony Edwards, if you don't know, I like the kid. I actually kind of do like him. LeBron picked him first. He'd come out and said, all these guys sitting, resting, just play, man. These people might not have enough money to come to one game, and that might be the game to come to, and you're sitting out. I love to see a young guy call out Kawhi Leonard and all these bitch-made cats. I actually like to see it. Uh, I actually like to see it. Uh, and, you know, appreciate everybody. If you're not a member, become one. Please do. Um Oh, Tyler Durden, stop, 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 stop. Blake, become a member if you like me so much. Um, Ismail Haji, I like your in-length depth conversation about definition of quarters coverage. Um, 
the overall cover four for quarters coverage is a four deep three under zone defense. That's not true. It's not right at all. But I like how you think you're smart and sound smart. Actually, I like your conversation. I appreciate you, but you're not right, brother. Sorry. But we're going to break it down. I, I, I just don't get why if, if I'm the teacher with the answers to the question and you guys are just guessing it to each other. Like you guys are on an island by yourselves and you're literally telling all yourselves how to make the boat and you don't know how to make the boat. And you're all like, no, trust me. You put this fucking piece of wood right here. It won't, we won't drown. <laughs> but none of you know how to get off the island. You're going around circle jerking each other. Obvious. It's clear and obvious. No one knows. And it blows my mind that we really are sitting here today, and a lot of coaches, by the way, have yet to answer the question correctly. And, that, and when I go clinic coaching staffs, I talk about this all the time, and nobody can define quarters coverage. And it, it's really fucking sad. But uh, it is what it is, man. Um, blows my mind. I don't know. Let me see here. Let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, da -da 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 -da. Um, what does me having a job coaching at the highest level have to do with any of this? What does this have to do with anything? Holy fuck, homie. Some of you dick writers are so butthurt by my words that you turn it into offensive. It's not offensive to me, but you're trying to be. Like, you realize I don't really give a fuck what you say, right? <laughs> I mean, it blows my mind. It blows my fucking mind. Um... Mike Evans, closest correct answer yet. Closest answer yet that is close to being correct. You are the closest, my friend. You, you, the first answer you said was horrible, though. So you must have went and... Oh, man, all my players, Carlos Thompson, everybody shot me out on uh, text. Uh That it is the ability. So that is what it is. So we're going to break that down. Um, I'm going to have Spag come on the show, by the way. I'm going to have Spagnola come on the show, by the way. Um, so just can't wait for that. Um,
All right, hold up. Um, uh, you, you guys are you guys are just unbelievable. Casey King, now he's hurt because I cuss. Well, you've not never been in a barbershop, bitch boy. <laughs> you motherfuckers ain't never been in a barbershop. No side piece. You can't have a side piece, dog, if you don't have a main piece. <laughs> you do realize that, right? So, I'm confused. Um... Steve Kim's going to join me in about five minutes. And uh, um, let's see, hold up. Um, how did I get clowned on what does capping mean KC King I don't even know what that means you, you already know this and I don't know how I got clowned on on fearless <laughs> please crowd let me know if I got clowned on fearless because I would love to see it I don't know if I did um um I don't know if I don't realize I don't know if you realize um that I think I dropped the mic on the motherfucker and he shut the show off. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. But obviously you are um used to mediocrity in your life because you don't have no pussy. You can't get pussy. You never had pussy since pussy had you. You got small dick syndrome. You follow a bunch of motherfuckers because you've never led anybody. Your big pussy troll who comes in here because he's mad, obviously, that I clowned your whole fan base and your fanboys. And you're a fanboy, obviously, because you didn't call in yesterday when you had the opportunity to show your face, but you're scared pussy. So now you're in here today trolling. And you've made five accounts. You've probably DM'd me six times. You probably jack off to my Netflix show. And now you're here today, another day later, and now you want to talk about Fearless. <laughs> Dog, when are you going to stop? You can't fuck with me, homie. No one can. Stop fucking with me. Like, you can't hang with me. Like, you can't fuck with me. Stop it. Just stop it. Be mad that you're not me and go cry to your mama and suck on her titties and do those things because that's it is what it is, homie. You can't fuck with me in this game. You can't. Oh, he's still trying to talk. This guy, KC King, still trying to talk. What are you a king of? These balls in your jaws? Because you ain't a king of shit. I run KC, motherfucker. Don't forget it. I am your daddy, motherfucker. 
I run KC. I come to KC when I want and leave when I want, bitch boy. And I'll be there next week, and I'm going to do a podcast in the middle of fucking downtown. And I bet you don't show up. And I do what I say I do, motherfucker. So when I show up to that motherfucker, come holler at me. But you won't because you're a bitch. You need to be behind a computer. I actually go out and walk the streets, homie. You don't. You're a pussy. I am your daddy, homie. Call me king, motherfucker. Because you will be on your knees begging for an autograph when I come to fucking do a show right in the middle of your fucking downtown. (laughs) You fucking pussy. That is just a fact. Let this sink in right here. This is the world we live in. And Casey King, this is who he likes. Marie Willer here, transgender woman extraordinaire. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Um, Because as of today, as long as all the funds are there and nothing happens to stop it, and my insurance company approves it, In 180 days, I will perform the most aggressive tuck I've ever done in my life. In other words, my sheenus, my my Audi, it it will get to become my Audi. I get to have my bottom surgery. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ain't even funny no more. It's not even funny no more. Um, it's not even funny no more. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, that shit is crazy. Casey King. Did you have your surgery and remove your Audi and make it your any? <laughs> Holy fuck, homie. The, the Kansas City Chiefs troll base, that's what you are now. You're a troll base. Um, by the way, I've talked to about 100 legitimate Kansas City Chiefs fans overnight, and they not only all agree with me, and if they do, they, you know, Coach, I agree. And plus, it's your fucking opinion, just like I have my fucking opinion. So everyone that's butthurt is all Fairweather fans. We have the worst Fairweather fan base in America. These are from fans that have been around since Lynn Dawson and the Kansas City Chiefs, real fans. So the truth is, we know the truth. The truth is, you have a bunch of fanboys fanboys who just became Chiefs uh, wearing Chiefs gear. Let's make sure we're clear. You're wearing Chiefs gear. You're not fans. You are fanboys who are trolls, and now you come up in here. So, it is what it is. Um, Man, I haven't seen Biden talk about males being able to play in female sports. That would be unbelievable. But I want to show you this, though. I'm tripping on a few things, and um, one of them is... I don't understand why 
I don't understand why Biden, for the love of me, is in Ukraine, 5,000 miles, 12-hour flight away, when he's 200 miles, 30-minute flight away from Palestine, Ohio. Why did he choose to go to Ukraine? Now, listen, I'm not, I don't get into politics, dog. I'm not that guy. I'm not that politician. But my point is, I'm just curious why you can do what you want to do. If you want to go to Ukraine or whatever, because I don't know the in, in totality of the shit. I know it seems like we're paying for Ukraine. I'm like, fuck Ukraine. But why are we paying for that and going over there, talking to them? And then the sirens sound off and this bitch ass ran and hit somewhere. But this is my thing. Why are you over there and not in Ohio? And then Ohio has another outbreak fire yesterday in uh, another area of Ohio. Dog. And then they found a explosive dynamite type of shit in Pennsylvania on some more train tracks. It's starting to seem like we're setting some shit up now. Like, come on, dog. What's going on? It seems like we're setting some shit up. And I'm just like, come on, dog. What are we doing? Like, I'm confused here. But holy fuck, man. It's unbelievable. We got so many dick riding trolls in here. It, it blows my mind. Um, there's actually 1,500 trail derailments a year. 1,500. So again... All these things are adding up and being shown on social media at an all-time high. And that's why everybody thinks that we are doing some crazy shit. You just didn't cover it before. Now you got these individual Twitter guys covering it. Um, Kansas City Chief fans, you'll be excited to see that Orlando Brown Jr. uh, is going to be franchise tagged. Um, according to The Athletic, Brown turned down a six-year, $139 million deal with a $30 million signing bonus last season. Um, Becoming one of the best left tackles in football, Orlando Brown, um, big-time get for the Chiefs, by the way. That is a big deal right there. You guys uh, getting to keep him, but Orlando's going to get tricky for you guys soon. You guys better understand. It's going to get real tricky for you guys real soon. Uh, here's something, though, that I want to bring up before Matt uh, and Steve join me. Here's Steve. Steve, what up? Morning. What's going on? Nothing. Just uh, what's next? Kansas City barbecue is overrated. That's the next step you're going with. I might have to go there. Now, see, I got good friends in Kansas City. I love their barbecue. Um, I got good friends there all the time. I, you know what seems crazy? I've talked to, like, so many different people that I got friends out there, and I talked to so many real fan bases. I, I'm talking to real fans. Go back to the Lynn Dawson days that understand who Lynn Dawson was. These new guys have no fucking clue. Who's Lynn Dawson? Did he even play for the Chiefs? Like, that's what we're dealing with. But, Steve, this is the part, This is the crazy part. Like, all of them agree with me. And if they don't agree with my Mahomes take, they agree that it's an opinion. And guess what, Steve? We didn't, we didn't try to kill each other over it. No. We didn't say, fuck you. I'll never talk to you again. Like, it was a great debate. And they're like, dude, our, our troll fan base, who's a bunch of fanboys, we had literally the worst fan base 
because we have the most fair weather fans in in the whole fucking country. And these are OG fans for 40 years plus. So it, it, it is what it is. We know what they are. Steve, I gave open invitation yesterday on the show to come on in and not one of them could show. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Fuck. Um, you know, um, I was discuss- I, you know what's funny about the the whole Mahomes debate? Because you know, obviously, I, I look, I think he's the most valuable player almost every year, just the way the game is played. But you look at like two of the touchdowns that he threw in that Super Bowl, that stuff out into the flat where the motion guys kind of open and they uh JB, 30 quarterbacks could have made that throw into the flat. There's nothing yeah, special. Like, that was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, and that, that, that's, like, he made some some of the biggest plays he made were with his legs, right? Right. But his two touchdowns were throws into the flat that were schemed up. Right. Well, that's why I've always said you have to look. I think it was Benjamin Franklin. Different people have been quoted uh, with this. There's lies, damn lies, and statistics. So... So when you see the touchdowns that he threw, you're like, oh, a couple touchdowns. Coach, there were flips into the flat. You know? I know. I mean, look, I, like I said yesterday, I think he's a, he's an unbelievable talent. Um, hey, Steve, uh, Matt had some weather issues. He's he's here now. Is he, he, he's, I'm going to bring all of, them, all of us in. Go ahead. Matt, what up? Matt. Can you hear me? Yep. Matt. Oh, there we go. Uh Everybody, Matt's welcomed in. I appreciate everybody joining me. We got a, uh, we got a lot of shit to talk talk about. Matt, first of all, though, I asked this kid yesterday on the show, please define the difference between quarters and cover two. Everybody on Twitter has given me secondhand embarrassment. A lot of coaches even cannot do it. Haven't yet been right. I just wanted to take a minute to break it down for us. I wanted to show. Uh, I wanted to get on the board with with Matt. I just wanted to. I want Matt to kind of take over for me and talk it through while I'm on the board, real quick. So I just wanted to explain what the difference is between cover two and quarters, so Matt can explain it. Matt will explain it in totality. I, I haven't even asked Matt this question, so Matt knows fucking quarters and cover two. I'm just going to draw it up. So everybody can end the debate on what the fuck it is because no one's been right yet on Twitter, all you guru Kansas City fans. So, Matt, I'm going to go to the board, and uh, Matt's going to talk me through it. And so we're going to break it down. What's, what's the debate? It's pretty self-explanatory. Cover two is usually a man concept over underneath, regard, you know, depending on what we have on the field, base or nickel. And then quarters is just – the four quarters of the field and a basic zone coverage. So where everything's passed off and usually the linebackers are the guys that are manning, you know, either bracketing a tight end or manning a back out of the backfield out of this 11 two by two look that coach JB's putting up. So are you writing up a nickel defense? I'm going to put, I'm going to put, I'm going to tell you know, the safeties and discuss quarters first so I can give them the true definition of quarters so they understand that and then we'll go. So I'm just going to say, do you, have, do you have a nickel defense on the field or a will walk? No, nah, we'll walk. So we're just in uh we're just normal. So I'm gonna talk about quarters real quick, man. Yeah. Just explain to what explain to the fan base what I'm discussing here. When so, we say quarters, the first thing that should come out of your mouth if I ask you what the difference is between quarters and cover two, you should tell me the quarter safeties are a box player. They're at eight yards usually, and they are fitting the run box. And the corners are belling out. 
So they have the deep fourth quarters. We got hook curl, hook curl, hook curl. These guys are run fitters first. In cover two, they're usually at 12 yards on or outside the hash, and they have that. Yep. So the difference is the safety depth and what their responsibilities are for. Yeah, right. Eyes eyes are four umbrella, triangle, all this bullshit. It's real simple. Matt, explain to these guys, Matt. The first thing's out your mouth as coaches, we understand. And we know if you're right or wrong. And we're going to start talking over you because the first thing when I said, what is the difference between quarters and cover two, should have said, safety alignment. Is that yeah, wrong or right? With the, with the walk on the on the will, too, when you've got base linebacker play on the field, when that will walks out there on, on one of the two slot receivers on two by two, knowing that at, and two by two looks, you're getting symmetrical route combination majority of the time. So when that will walks out there and you're three by two, that sets your protection as well as the most dangerous second level defender, which opens up as the two outside, you know, Rover or Will linebacker, Sam linebacker defenders set, curl to flat. The two safeties, uh, the pocket opens for them on the outside of the middle linebacker to go in and run support. And that's why you see so many, so many of the times when they run seam routes here with the two uh, inside receivers, those, you know, against base looks, it's a matchup nightmare for that linebacker because he has to turn and fucking run with the receiver. And That's it turns right. into quarter, it turns into cover zero match, right, Matt? 100%. The minute you see everybody at the second level within five yards of each other from corner to corner, it's called a fence. And when you get fence looks, everything is reversed. And you've got these, the safeties rolling down to do what's called robbering of mesh points. So whenever you have a safety that steps down to like where routes are going to intersect or where, you know, you see here on the on the route that the coach JB drew the inside left and then the push down the seam. So there's the intersection point. That's a mesh point. So at that point, the receiver can break in, out, do a hook, come back to the ball or run a seam. So at that point, when you've got a linebacker running with a receiver, it's a huge fucking mismatch. And that's where you would see. You know, like a in a base look, a, a coach will call cover four, and they'll come out in this, and they might hit him once, and then the next time the linebacker, a good experienced middle linebacker or a good experienced safety, will change it immediately to cover two and 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 confuse the quarterback. The quarterback thinks it's cover four the second time they see it, and then the safeties come down and tighten at the snap of the ball. They roll and hit, you know, cover two, and, and then the bat, the uh, the corners snuff up and play the play the flat to the to the uh sideline so yeah you just said a great thing to my segue though why steve's learning football here <laughs> i just put this on the board i put this on the board not knowing what matt was saying because the weakness of quarters coverage is the third receiver to the flat yes third receiver could have been a three by one this guy it could have been the back from the backfield that guy could have been a tight end that guy whatever your release guy is he's out this guy's a hook curl they rally to the flat in quarters in cover two matt just said they'll disguise it and now guess what you think you get quarters he rolls up blows yeah. the flat route and you get that so that is the difference between quarters and cover two nobody can explain it I just had Matt. I wanted Matt to help me out real quick, uh, break that down. And uh, unfortunately, that is why high school, youth, and even college football is fucked. 
because none of you know what the fuck you're doing. There's definitely a knowledge problem. I will, I will definitely agree with that. I think that I don't know how many coaches hand the whiteboard marker to, you know, the the guys they're interviewing. I think that a lot of it is you worked with this guy at this job and he vouched for you, or you're my boy from here, and I, you know, I want to bring in because we're comfortable, and you're a yes man, or you know, a lot of these coaches follow around like look at sean payton in denver like everybody that was in new orleans with him is coming to denver and that's the way this works i mean i understand it i'm just saying you're not always going to get the best coach if you don't evaluate the coaches on their knowledge and ability to articulate scheme and coach and teach and shit and you know it's it, i think it's one of the reasons why so many of these i mean look bro i'm about to start our combine group here in about 40 minutes. Matt, you just said the thing. Look at this. That's who we got coaching. Yeah, friends. It's all friends. Friends. Steve, look at this fucking goober. I'd rather see you in there. Well, I, look, I'm not going to judge anybody on how they look. I'm just going to judge everybody on how they operate. But, like, I got Jamar Montgomery coming down here right now, who's one of your guys from Independence. And the I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm saying, like, it's not a player's fault if they don't know everything. It's the the staff that they are like. He's been at CU for three years, and you know it's not just him. I've got the Remington Award winner from Colorado School of Mines, Matty Amandreas, in here too. I mean, Colorado School of Mines. There's some deep thinkers at that fucking place, and yeah, you can't get in that motherfucker with no uh, dumbass. It's like an Ivy League school, and he's a hell of a player. But when I'm up there in the film room over here at Six Zero talking to him. It's like I'm speaking Chinese to them half the time. And and, and that's, that's okay. They can learn it if they study. But it's it's got to be – I don't understand in college especially why the coaches are still – a lot of them still go with the, oh, well, we just want the guys to, you know, learn their position and we don't want to overload them. And that, play fast. That just tells me that the coaches don't know how to teach them anything and they're not doing shit in meetings. And that is not – the way that you develop people mentally. It's bad, Matt. Steve, we were talking about it the other day. It's bad because we want to go fast. We want to card yeah. plays. We want to, hey, Matt McChesney face. That means it's fucking uh, lion personnel. Let's go in. I mean, we're not verbalizing anything no more, Matt. We're not even doing, we're not even fucking testing kids no more. I'm talking to these guys. Like, Jamar will tell you everything he's learned is probably from fucking Indy. He ain't learned shit at Colorado. Unfortunately, no, he, he is. Oh. He was there for three years and had like six different coaches or some shit. So that's my point is like, look, I'm not saying I knew all of this when I was in college. I didn't, I didn't learn. I, I was playing checkers until the end of my second year in the NFL until I got moved to offense and Bill, Bill Callahan was my offensive line coach. And he handed me the cheat sheet that I use for all my players here at six zero five pieces of paper that simplified offensive football for me where everything is packaged together because everything is so similar. So you're looking for, for right off the bat, offensive personnel. Second thing I'm looking for, where's the three technique? Yeah. Third thing I'm looking for, a defensive personnel. How many linebackers are on the field? Next thing I'm looking for, okay, the protection. 
And then after that, everything else can be set up. Because if the quarterback understands the protection, he understands where they're coming from. He understands how to throw hot routes and adjustments and how to double move defenses. And every look, the good quarterbacks, the Tom Brady's, Peyton Manning's, the guys that can walk to the line of scrimmage yeah. and dictate. I've seen Mahomes do this more as he's got as he's matured. Herbert's starting to do it more. Fuck, even Jalen Hurts was doing it in the Super Bowl, even with his, you know, RPO run first offense. It, the ability to walk up and simply identify a couple of things and go, okay, this is what they're about to do. I know they're about to do it, and we're going to execute. And I always say I want you to blitz. Like, there, there's there's offensive coaches out there that are, like, paralyzed when they get blitzed. Me too. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? And I'm sitting there like, fuck that. I want you to blitz me. Please blitz us. And I'm showing blitz. my quarterbacks how to beat it all day long. Blitz the fuck out of us because I'm going to – number one, we're not going to have the play call in late, so we're going to have plenty of time on the play clock to dissect you. You're going to show us what you're going to do. I'm going to walk up. I re-identify the mic, tell everybody where we're going, show our hot route, snap the fucking ball and chop you up. So then the defense is scared to blitz us in the second half and we can just start dictating to them. So I think that's the way to play offensive football these days. And it's hard to do that if you can't coach both sides. And the ability, like the the biggest thing that's helped me as a coach is – agreeing to move to offense when they asked me if I wanted a job or if I wanted to play defense. And I was like, I guess I'll take a job. And they're like, you're playing guard now. And I was like, fuck, okay, I'm a guard. And I had to learn everything. Yeah. Why at 6 a.m. with my offensive line coach in the NFL already. And that the, your back's against the wall. You have to do your job on top of the fact that I wanted to play and learn it was a perfect combination of, you know, the proper motivation to learn all of this. And it gives me the ability to now teach it at a really high level, which I love. Hey, Steve, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, man, I have a question. Is it important for alignment to actually know what's going on at the second and third level? Oh, fucking A, it is. It is, okay. It is. We want tackles. A lot of of the things you see Matt teach, tackles nowadays, We, I mean, me and Matt both have the same ideology and somewhat. We... The, the games evolved. Back in our day, we were wanted three-point stance because we wanted to get hip to hip. We wanted to get our fucking linebacker. We wanted to get D-line to linebacker depth, and we wanted to get low and nasty. Nowadays, you got a lot of two-point stances, which you saw uh, with, you know, even on defensive ends. Defensive ends are now in two-point stances, and we know what they're doing. They're straight up nine techniques, rushing the edge, and offensive tackles now are in two-point stances. And it kind of evolved. Matt can kind of tell you, like, we got into two-point stances a while ago when we started running tempo offenses and shit like that. So the tackles can identify safety rotations and, and different things. Mm-hmm. So now our tackles are, like, pointing at the safety who's now at six yards instead of at ten yards. And now we're like, okay, rain, mm-hmm. rain, rain. Now we're going to full slide this bitch because we know there's some rotation happening. So, Matt, I don't know if Matt can answer – if that's the answer Matt would give, but yeah, well, I think look, that's kind of what we started doing. If you don't, if the offensive line doesn't understand what's happening at the second and third level, then, you know, we might as well just run block the whole game. Because if they they can't walk off the field and sit down and articulate what they're looking at, so the second time it happens, the quarterback sees it too because he's looking at something else or whatever, then we don't really have 10 guys on the field trying trying to play offense. We've got a quarterback leading 10 dummies. And they have to be told what to do all the time. And I'd rather just everybody know. I want unspoken communication on the field. 
Like I want it so drilled. I want us to understand what we're looking at. So the receiver, when he knows when he gets a three by two stack and they're about, and they've got an over front or an under front away and they've got an open B gap, they know that they're about to pirate and bring the corner and pinch, pinch, pinch and drop backside. The offensive line knows, the receiver knows, he knows to break off his hot route or to double move it if they go cover one and walk down the guy and roll high with the safety. So everybody knows this without the quarterback having to go out there and articulate everybody and tell everyone what they're doing. He can just look out at him and be like, and everyone's like, oh, shit, we're about to eat. So that's and that's the perfect segue, uh, Steve, too, st- uh, talking about tackles. Orlando Brown here, uh, franchise tagged him at $19.9 million on a – four. Uh, I don't know, Steve, you know, you're probably a lot better at analytics than I am, not just because uh, you're Asian descent either. Uh, no stereotype here. Uh, but, Matt, I don't know, uh, Steve, what this does for the Chiefs because he he turned down $140 million last year. Yeah. Uh, he's starting to become one of the best tackles in football, if not one you – know, ladies left tackle. So, obviously, I know Matt loves Trent, big Trent out at, in Frisco, Orlando yeah. Brown Jr. Orlando Tr- Brown Jr. is becoming one. Um they tagged him. Steve, my question to you is, I, you know, you know, the Kansas City Chief fan base, fanboys or whatever, love me to death today. Uh, after the Whitlock last night, especially, let me ask you, <laughs> this $550 million contract that Mahomes has, people don't understand, that contract's starting to kick in yeah. next year. No, so it is. It's going to get interesting as far as who they can bring in. Yeah, and Coach, Orlando Brown right now is not a luxury. I think he's a necessity. If you go back to the Super Bowl two years ago against Tampa Bay, they had a decimated line. They they became completely one-dimensional, and Mahomes had to play Superman ball, and you saw what it looked like. It just looked like scramble ball. They didn't have a shot. They got blown out of there. And, you know, I was listening to you earlier, Coach. I, I'm stunned that Daniel Jones thinks he's worth $45 million. Oh. It, if he's worth $45 million, if I'm the Giants and he's going to stick on that number, given what we know about the salary cap and the impact of second contracts and quarterbacks blow up. And look, I'm with you on Daniel Jones. I think he's developing. He needs to be under Dable and let's build. But at $45 million, Coach, um, if he's not giving me $45 million worth of production at that position, I cut bait. Let's talk football then with you guys since I got you both here together. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I know we fucked up our schedule. I I, I take the blame. Daniel Jones, I, I started the show off saying you're fucking tripping. I, I, I've been a huge advocate of Daniel Jones. I said he's going to have some great success under new foundation and fundamentally sound uh, teachings with Brian Dable. We can see Josh Allen argue that he's kind of digressed without Brian Dable and, and, and Daniel Jones has progressed. And so we think the common denominator is Daniel is Brian Dable. Well, you have two issues in the Giants who won a game in the playoffs, playoff team. I, I called it before the season, one of my little bit of uh, successful predictions. But you can't sign both of these guys because Barkley's saying, I'm not playing for under 12-5. And Daniel Jones wants $45 million and he threw 15 touchdowns. I'm a huge advocate, Steve, but I can't – Either I'm not going to be a fake fuck. There's no oh. way Daniel Jones deserves more money than no. Lamar. He doesn't deserve more money than any of these guys who have been more deserving over longer periods of time. Obviously, you know. Coach, I want to tell you this right now, guys. Saquon Barkley, I love Saquon, but he's an injured running back with with a bum knee. 
And twelve and a half million in a running back market that is very depressed, where you don't often get your second quarter. You're better off drafting Bijan Robinson for Texas for the rookie contract. So that almost looks like a fait accompli. It's not going to happen. Someone's going to have to tell Daniel Jones, gamble on yourself. And here's a, yeah, I'm putting this in parentheses. Only take thirty million. Let's go a shorter contract, and let's see if you're a forty-five, fifty million dollar contract player down the line. But if that if those two guys are going to be that rigid with their demands, I almost think the Giants have to fish and cut bait and start over offensively. I, I agree. If he demands forty-five million dollars, like that's, over. That, that, over. That's so much, so that's ridiculous. So, and he's just not that player. So, uh, there's no way I would leverage my franchise on Daniel Jones with that much money. I would pay him twenty-five. Twenty-five to thirty. I'm not paying him fucking forty-five. No yeah. way. <laughs> uh, so, and I'm not paying Saquon 13. Yeah, I'm not. So, I, I like the draft Robinson and get and let Saquon walk. See what you can get in the, on the open market, bro. Thank you for your time. Um, Orlando Brown Jr. in Kansas City needs to be re-signed. It's hard to find left tackles. Although I think, I think he's average. Mm, really? I don't think he's. An, I don't think he's a top five left tackle. I think he's really long and benefits from playing with 15 and Kelsey and those guys and that, and he should, uh, but I, I don't think he's an elite left tackle. I think he's replaceable if they wanted to replace him. Um, just like Baltimore said he was replaceable and he was uh, Baltimore replaced him easily. I know Sta Staley's a good player. He's been hurt, but even he's replaceable. So at, look, this is the thing about the NFL with the exception of maybe two guys right now, three, everyone's replaceable, bro. Like yeah. there's no, only the fans think that their players are the guys that like Kansas city fans probably thought Tyreek Hill was going to be there forever and be in the ring of fame and go to the hall of fame and always be a chief. Well, he was replaced. And in Miami in a couple of years, when his cap number is too high, they'll replace him there. This is the way the NFL works. It means not for long, not national football league. So you can't get you can't get too you know locked in on players unless they are truly Mount Rushmore types for your franchise. And Kansas City has two Mount Rushmore types on their team, and those guys are Kelsey and Mahomes. And as long as they have those two, they're always going to be in the mix and in the tournament. Coach, keep this in mind about the Chiefs. Isaiah Pacheco, who played a key role, that's an intense little runner. I love the way he was a seventh round draft choice. So. If Saquon is stuck on this 12 and a half, and look, I think running backs are actually undervalued. Good ones still matter. But Isaiah Pacheco was a guy at Rutgers. I don't even think it averaged four yards a carry because he didn't get a lot of help up front. So I'm just saying you can find running backs in a lot of different places. Hey, let me guys, let me, I'm gonna play a game with you guys real quick. Uh, my today, I've been doing this with Steve. Me, Matt and I did it last week. Uh, we like, we all, I think we all like this segment. I got to get to my top 10 tight ends. Okay, but hold on, Coach. Before you do that, uh, your safety list. One of, and, 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 Matt, you are a football savant. Obviously, you recognize the greatness of Sean Taylor, which was cut short. But, anyway, go ahead, Coach. Go ahead. Keep going. Did you, did you, did you go through my safety list? <laughs> yes, I was listening. All right. I, Matt, Matt and I weren't too far off on no, safety. But Sean Taylor was, was, more, was, was an absolute more. prototype. I was more modern on the safeties. He had yeah. a bunch of old school guys, but and yeah. and it's not that they shouldn't be on the list. I didn't even put Jack Tatum on mine, Ooh. and I feel, I feel bad yeah. about that. That was not smart. 
But sometimes when you do it, like Matt and I know football, so we just do it. We don't fucking Google top 20 safeties and put them in. Start right, like when I do my tight end list, I'll have it on tomorrow. I'm not going to Google shit. I don't look for other people's fucking lists. Right. I'm saying like, no, motherfucker. Like, see, the, the, the top 10 lists and all this shit that we're doing, I'm not looking at stats and numbers and all that shit ever. I'm going based off my opinion and who I like. Experience. My top 10. That's why, like, Elway's third on my quarterback list. And people are like, you're crazy, John Elway. And I'm like, uh, well, apparently, I grew up here. He's my favorite <laughs> player of all time. Like, he is God walking, wearing number seven. So, the same way Kansas City feels about Mahomes, that's the way Denver feels about Elway. That's the way that, you know, the, the Packers feel about Star Favre and kind of about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to be really interested to see where you put uh, Rob Gronkowski because I, I, you know, growing up as a kid of the '80s, I number one, oh, I agree with you. I thought he at his peak, which was not long because of injuries. I thought he was the toughest inline matchup I've ever seen. He's the best blocking and receiving tight end. Thank you, Matt. You are a football savant. You are a football genius. He is. It's not even. Wow, Matt. Matt, you you, right, you are a brain. Wow. I am honored to serve the stage with you. And then Sharp and Gonzalez and yeah. Kelsey and all those cats. Gronk was a beast. Yeah. Was all right, let's go to my top beast. 10. I'm going to start at number right. 10. I'm going to start at number 10. Greg Olson. Greg Olson's number 10. Uh, I thought, man, I thought he was unbelievable. Not the only that I know him and, and his brother played for me but greg if you watch his history and you look at his stats he's top five and top 10 in most all categories uh, i think he could have even played a couple years longer he looked old at the end in seattle and and a few other places but greg olson i believe is pretty underrated to be yeah. honest i don't know what your guys take is a uh, hell of a hell of a football player and interested to hear what the other nine are so i can actually determine if he should be on your list yeah, I won't waste too much time. Steve, what do you think? Look, I'm biased towards Greg, but I, I wonder what what the hell was Mike Martz thinking? Mike Martz had no room for him in his offense. He had him first. He had him first. He did in Chicago. Um, if he had another year or two, he makes a real run for the Hall of Fame, but he's certainly in the top 15, in my view. All right, number nine, I got one of my one of the greats. Uh he actually brought me into camp and I got to uh he he mentored one of my old coaches, uh, who's now with the Chief, with the Ravens, Ozzie Newsom, number nine. That seems low. I know. I that seems yeah, man, low, coach. Ninth. Yeah, it seems low. <laughs> I, was right, the other eight. I don't know. I, I love Ozzie Newsom. Don't don't don't. I, I mean, trust. I, I'm trying to fit guys bro, in. Do you, think, do you have Kellen Winslow Senior on your list? I, I don't have him as a tight end, though. What? He was the prototype for 20 years, Coach. Well, he was too created, the, the tight end. Yeah, that we right. But, he, but remember, oh Winslow's the son or the dad? The, the dad. Father. Not the fucking rapist son, the dad. Yes, of course. What do you mean? Oh, okay, so, all right. Where is he on uh, your list? Yeah, all right. So, nine Ozzie Newsome. All right. Eight, Antonio Gates. Okay. Okay. He's not better than Ozzie Newsom, but okay. Agreed. Seven. Seven. Kellen Winslow. That seems low. Not better than Ozzie Newsom. He but should okay. be in the he should be in the Mount Rushmore coach, honestly. Uh, he's, he's good. All right, all right, hear my list and then go from there. I got I got Antonio Gates. I got six. Mike Ditka. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Cool. I got Dave Casper. Well, the ghost. Ooh, the ghost. Okay. Four. Shannon Sharp. Agreed. He's three in my book. Yeah. He's, three, he's not worth more. Three. John Mackey. Yes. First modern day tight end. Physical beast. Two. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Hey, you don't even have Kelsey on your list, dog. You're and one crazy. Gronk. I'm not putting anyone that's playing right now on my list yet. Oh, okay. Well, that, okay. But now, but now, now, listen, that's my criteria. If Kelsey were to retire tomorrow, then I'd put him in there. I would. Okay. Why well, just put him in there, dog? He's, he's, come on. He's a top five tight end of all time. He's, he's, what he's doing is insane. Bro, I did his numbers are only, the only guy better is Jerry Rice. I'm not going to anoint him because knock on wood, God forbids it. There's but no he, anointing. Look at listen, the playoff numbers he, alone. Yeah, but if his injury, let's just say he ends his career early with some mishap, <sighs> I don't know how high I'd put him. First ballot Hall of Fame, walks into the fucking Hall of Fame, probably going to go down as the best receiving tight end of all time. You fucking hate Kansas City, dog. He's doing it on fucking purpose. He's doing it just to rile him up. I know. It's just, he's just what do you mean? Tomorrow, tomorrow is going to be Chris Jones can't fucking play. Hold on. Out of those 10 guys, name me the blocking – name me who Kelsey can block better than. Nobody. Uh, he's horrible on the line of scrimmage. That's a pretty good point. He's, he's horrible on the line of scrimmage, and you know it, Matt. I don't. I, I also don't need him to do that. Just like Shannon Sharp's on your list, he's never blocked a soul in his fucking life. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, but he was physical. He was a little more physical than oh, Kelly. He was a tight end for two thousand yard rusher, Matt. He had he's to block somebody. Hating. He's just hating. He's just hating. <laughs> hey, hey, coach, I'm not playing this game. This is like what my ex-wife does. She like. Oh. <laughs> With me until I react. I'm not. I'm not taking the fucking bait, dog. I've been to way too much motherfucking therapy to take this bait on this dumbass. Hey, I, put, I put Kelsey as like a Kelsey to me. Kelsey to me is like a move tight end. Like this motherfucker can play wide receiver to me. Well, fine, but then pay him like a wide receiver. Yeah. He can he can play wide receiver better than ninety percent of the wide receivers too. For him not All to right, be on let me list, let me right. ask you this: Where does Witten, Novacek, and <laughs> Guys like that on your list. Top Are they 20 not on my top 10? Top 20-ish. I tell you a guy that was good in his prime. Big yeah, guy. Is a, is a Hall of Famer, but yes. no, yak, no Yak Witten is not on my list. Um, I tell you a guy that's underrated. It didn't have a long prime, but at his best was really Ben Coates. Ben Winter yeah, Coates, bro. What a beast he was. He when was he could tough. run, Ooh, he was a beast. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, though, the best tight end of all time might have been the murderer. Oh. Aaron Hernandez, that was a wide receiver, though. Dude, when him and Gronk Kel- together. Okay, but if you're saying Kelsey's a move tight end, so is Aaron Hernandez. You want, you want Aaron Hernandez as the best tight end ever, but not Kelsey on your list? Same time we're oh, Are you sure you're not hitting a wee pin this morning? <laughs> this is crazy. This is nuts. I, like, I don't even know. Hey, Everyone watching. Coach JB's fucking nuts. Hey, what? I'd rather have a killer on my team than a fucking pussy. Well, yeah, literally. A, he's a pussy. Oh, here's another one. Brent Who's Jones was good. Who's Brent Jones is a top 20 Kelsey. tight end. Who? 
Kelsey. Block, no block, no block. You're fucking nuts. You're simply just trying to get clicks right now, dog. I'm not. I'm not going down this road. Hey, Aaron no. Hernandez was legit. Don't stop playing. He was, but he was a move tight end too, though. He wasn't a uh, uh, coach. Another tight end that I like, old school tight end, doesn't get a lot of credit because he's overshadowed. Brent Jones. Yeah, Brent Jones was good. He was. He was good. There's some well, guys who are missing, but I mean, that's just my top ten off the top of the head. I mean, I don't know. Matt'll Matt'll have his tomorrow. Um, I'm sure he'll have Kelsey at like fucking two. Uh, yeah, we'll have one of the two. Yeah, you're right. Oh fuck. Um, yeah, you're right. A tight end that's second in NFL history and in playoff touchdowns. So he's the best tight end over Tony G already, huh? I, I think he's a better player than Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. I do. So, so right now, if in Kansas City lore, you you putting Kelsey over Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. and it ain't just me. Oh, shit, really? Yep. I think the playoff performances put him over the top. Hold on. So is, is never and, and, and fucking uh, all these other guys going to be in this list soon? Who? Like George Kittle, that's pretty good. Kittle's he's, awesome. He's a good player, but he's not on a top 10 list. So he's not Kelsey close. Uh, he's a top five player now. In the Athletically, he's as good a tight end as I've ever seen. Not on the top ten list yet. I mean, come on. You give Kittle – if you give Kittle Mahomes and Reed, he puts up similar numbers, though. I think yeah, athletically he's – was the city with Mahomes and that system, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It, again, like, I, I'd love to see what Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and all these guys look like with a real quarterback. Not saying Purdy can't be that guy, but – I mean, he just got his UCL ripped off his arm. That's not usually good for guys who throw the ball. So, San Francisco needs to go get a real quarterback. If I'm San Francisco, I mean, all these quarterbacks floating around and guys that you could get, uh, Lamar Jackson out there and fucking Carr and Aaron Rodgers and blah, 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 blah. I mean, dudes everywhere. They've got to get one of them. Yeah. Hey, where, where is Harold Carmichael sit with you guys? He's a wide receiver, though. Hall of Famer, finally. Hall of, he's a 6'8", original Megatron, by the way. Guy, yeah. He's like, he was a wide receiver. He was a true wide receiver. By the way, guys, one guy we missed that I saw in the chat, an absolute it's bull. Mark. Mark Bavaro. Man, that, that guy was a fucking animal. He was, he was stiff, though. He was stiff as a porn dick. So what? Yeah, so was a crowbar. You wouldn't want to get hit by a coach. Come on, we're not doing Pilates and yoga. Come on. That's Bavaro. Wait, hold on. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I mean, one of you guys are talking about a guy that can't block the edge. The other one wants a blocker. Like, which one is it? You got to give me your time out. I'm running. If I'm a coach, I'm running 13 personnel all motherfucking day so I can have three. I can do whatever I want. I can run Gronk, Kelsey, and Sharp if I fucking feel like it. That's what my offense would be. So don't tell me I can't have more than one tight end. Fuck that. No, I didn't say you can't have more than one, but I'm saying our top 10 list. Gronk. It's going to be interesting to see your guys' one day. Gronk, Sharp, Kelsey, and then I'll get you the rest. I don't know. I've never seen a guy like Gronk who's, what, 270, who could move like him. He was I, have, I have a guy. Remember Shockley? Come here. Jeremy Shockley, another one of my guys. Love Shockley. He's probably top 15-ish. Great, great hands. Could really run routes, but. Yeah, I don't know if he's top 15 of all time, but he was good for five, six years. Yeah. He four or five Pro Bowls. Davis was a freak, but he didn't play long enough to me. He had bad quarterback play most of his run in San Francisco. And he could run as well as any tight end. I think he ran like a 4-3-9 as a tight well, end. Vernon Davis was a hell of a player, but yeah. 
again, we're talking all time greats. So, all right. So, so you you say quarterbacks. Uh, Steve, how long you got? Hey, hey, hold hold on, coach. We got to say hi real quick. What the fuck, my dog? (laughs) You all slap dick. What the fuck? You just want to say hello. Hey, you better show that you know some fucking football. Make me look like a fucking idiot. It's real soon. You're looking like a fucking Mississippi pimp out there, motherfucker. <laughs> um, uh, all right, we're going to go get our fucking work in. So you guys have uh, a Coach, I got till 830. I'm going to go to the boxing gym today. Let's chop it up. All right. Hey, Matt, take care of my baby. I appreciate you. Peace. Later, McKenzie. Um, all right, let's uh, get it. Bravaro, hold on. I want to go back to the Bravaro. You know what? You hit someone over the head with a crowbar, you can hurt people. Crowbars have their place. So it does. They do. But if I gotta throw him a fucking grenade and oh. make sure that he don't kill us all, I'm not throwing yeah. it to Mark Bavaro. Oh, wait, wait. You're making it sound like Bavaro was Roberto Duran. He was not the hands of stone. He could catch the ball in the seam. And remember that play on Monday Night Football where he carried Ronnie Lott in the in the Bay Bridge and, and like for like 18 yards? I mean, Ronnie Lott should have bought a ticket. He went for the ride on the 89. One of the great plays I've ever. Bovaro could play. No, In that era, he was an absolute bully. He could. Uh, that People that are asking, that was uh, one of my former players at Indy. He starts defensive end at Colorado now, um, Jamar. He's uh, Matt, work, Matt's working him out. Uh, and uh, I have two two guys that played and started at, the, at Colorado the last few years. So they're both there. I've had mm. five kids go to Colorado from the Indy team. So that's who that is. Um, he's uh, he's doing a good job um, up at Colorado. Uh, yeah, I agree. But if I'm throwing him a grenade, I know we're all dead. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to hit him like a fucking rock on his hand, and we're going to fucking die. I need a guy, Steve, that's going to catch like this, Steve. Like – you know, Steve, back in the day, I used to throw eggs at my receivers. And what? Yeah, I used to throw eggs at them. And uh, that was, you know what? That'd be real. That'd be too expensive nowadays, coach. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was. And I'm like, fuck, I, I used to throw eggs at them. And I'm like, if the fucking egg breaks in your hand, you're not playing receiver, you're going to DB. Yeah. And that's how I declared it. So I used to toss them eggs, and they used to have to fucking, you know, catch them softly and let that motherfucker carry. And it also taught people don't realize I was I was kind of ahead of the game back then. It caught it taught don't let the ball cross your face. So yeah. so when you when you caught an egg when you had to catch an egg, Steve, what you see now in the NFL is you see the ball being dropped in the NFL because the ball is crossing their face and the mm. eyes don't the eyes just the ball goes like this. With an egg, Steve, you're watching that bitch in the whole fucking way, and. It teaches you to uh, have that, you know, hand-eye coordination. And you know, coach, with these new tackified gloves, you almost have to want to drop a pass to drop a pass Man, nowadays. You it's, know, it's unbelievable. I, I can't stand this fucking all this different shit. But let me ask you this: priests and politicians, most criminal fucks in the world, in my opinion. Um, Joel Olstein, Steve, have you seen? Oh. Making a nice living. $54 million a year? I would think so. Well, you know what? Maybe, you know what? Based on that, maybe what Daniel Jones is asking for isn't exorbitant. It, may, it gives me a whole new perspective. You know what? Daniel Jones is actually doing something more productive than Olsteen. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's hey, made a great God. living. Great analogy. 
Hey, this guy has uh, a garage with 20 for his 20 cars that average at about $270,000 mm. a car. You know, if there's a man that believes in God, it has to be him. <laughs> God done bless yeah, him. Let's keep, you keep giving the donations out, you fucking idiots. Um, hey, hey, Coach, I was about to ask you. Can, can we give a slow 80s clap to Marcellus Wiley? I, I mean, he, he's just like, hey, he, he, he has stepped out on his own, and he said, you know what? I'm going to say what I say, and I'm going to stand on it. What he recently said about his daughter will not play with other genders. That takes guts, and that's exactly why that if you want to be able to express yourself that freely and that honestly, you got to create your own platform. And he's doing it. He's starting Hats off. Yeah, Hats he's off. on YouTube. Yeah. Hats he off to Marcellus. Now, that's a bull rush. Yeah. That is, that is a bull rush right there. He's on the show here every, every so often, so he'll be on again soon. Uh, you know, he, you know he's, a, he's a good dude, man. He's helping me out with some other things, too, so. We'll see how that goes. Um, how about this one, though? I This one I saved for you. And I have to show this to everybody because I don't know if people understand this, but the vaccine. Mm. Have you seen this? Now, what is that? Hold on. Let me get the best view here. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't get it. Never wanted to get it. Won't get it. Okay. So this happened last night. Put in House of Bill six, uh, five. I think it's 645. Um, this is what it is, Steve, just so you know. That if you are vaccinated, you now cannot don't cannot donate oh. blood or organs. Wow, so they're almost treating that like AIDS in the 80s. So hold on though. Huh. Weren't we supposed to vaccinate? Uh it was an option that was forced upon us. So wait up. So now the option has now told everyone now we can't save another life with your organs or blood. Vaccinated kind of rhymes with contaminated, it seems like. I mean, wait up. Is this kind of is the conspiracy theorist right on the fucking Yeah, you know the control or what? In the immortal words, and I know you watch this because we're about the same age of Arsenio Hall, things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. I love Arsenio Hall. Yeah, he was great. Oh, shout out to the dog pound. But anyway, look, I am not ripping anyone that took the vaccine because certain people should have based on their age, um, overall health. I had a disagreement with anyone that said you have to take it and you made it a mandate. Now, Jason, I've told this to Whitlock. During that stretch of time from 2020 to about early last year, there were several fights that I wanted to cover that I didn't and I couldn't because I didn't get the vaccine. I didn't get the fake vaccine card. I said, I'm not doing that. And there are other times to cover fights. I had to get a rapid test, 2440. And those things got expensive, by the way. Right. So they made a real industry out of it. But I just thought the way they rushed the vaccine and how you there was almost no liability on people like Pfizer. In retrospect, I believe individuals like John Stockton have been vindicated. And you have Bomani Jones calling him a conspiracy theorist. Hey, Bomani, I hate to tell you this, but in retrospect, John Stockton delivered another assist. I'm glad hey, I didn't get what's it. What's Bomani Jones saying? Bomani Jones on his show, we, we talked about it yesterday on Whitlock. By the way, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, Bromani. And... 
he did this monologue on a show that nobody watches. And he's basically ripping Carl Malone because of his issues with having a kid when he was really young with the child, basically. Let's just call it for what it is. And then he said, oh, and the also honor John Stockton, who's a conspiracy theorist. Really? At what? John Stockton has never tried to force anything on anyone. He just expressed his own concern as an individual. And then based on the rules and regulations that were laid down, he complied. But he did not get the vaccine. And it's turning out with stories like this. Guess what? He ain't such a whack job after all, is he? You know? But all of this is tied into politics and how, what you believe culturally and socially. And John Stockton's actually flown out to Nashville a couple times and been in studio with Whitlock to calmly and rationally explain his position. And coach, I'm not even familiar with what he did. Oh, John just said, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Oh, okay. And he got thrown out of Gonzaga basketball games where he couldn't. Think about Gonzaga, his alma mater. He's not allowed to go to basketball games for a while because he didn't get the vaccine. So it's like roll events at Washington State. Yeah. And I, I just did not understand how people say trust the science. Here's the problem with that. What if the science or those implementing the science and the research have been compromised? That's the issue. And I just feel as though there are things. And, I, and by the way, I'm someone who got COVID. Super Bowl, I actually got COVID two years ago. Worst Super Bowl party ever. It was me by myself, quarantined, right? But anyway, the thing is, I do things on a daily basis, like take ZMA. I work out. I drink lots of water. Um, number one, we cannot over-rely on the government or a secondary party for our health. We have to do our part, working out, eating healthy, staying hydrated. So I, I just didn't understand this whole thing of forcing everyone to take this shot that we still did not know a lot about. I agree. I'm the same way. Steve, I go back to that whole science bullshit. I not only don't believe that, I don't believe anyone or anything. I am the two people in the world I trust. Me and the other one ain't you. Yeah. Like I'm that's with you. Just what it is. I don't I don't believe anything. So I'm not gonna believe in something that is touched by a human hand. And coach, the other thing is I, I don't even like this whole thing where you're anti-vax. No, 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 no. I'm just not getting it. I mean, I, I, I just because I've never had anti chemo, uh, just because I've never had or needed chemotherapy doesn't make me anti chemotherapy. I hope to never get it. Hopefully, I'm blessed that I'm healthy enough never have to need it. But I, if the more and more, and again, you'll have to break this down statistically. You hear of stories of young athletes between the ages of let's say 15 to 35 suddenly dropping and collapsing and ultimately sometimes dying unfortunately why I, I think there needs to be research into that so this whole thing i just look at it and um let's just put it this way i am safe and sound of mind in my decision i'm the same way man i i am the same way uh i i'm the same way i just let, let i want to get into something real quick people don't realize how great this dude was and i First of all, is Stephen A just not the attention for like? Look at the attention he wants. Why well, he walking across the court? What's wrong with that? Ah, 
What? He fucker, man. He has to have the attention. I'm telling. Oh, you. come on! A man cannot walk across the baseline to a seat or get a drink. What? No. No. Let me oh. ask you this. <laughs> okay. There's no way that this man right here. Right. I don't want to hear. I talked about it this morning on this when I started the show. It was his birthday yesterday. Mine's birthday's today. Everyone's reminding me. In oh, the happy chat. birthday! Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. I. This guy right here dominated, and I don't think anyone could even come close to him in today's game. Do you agree? Oh, Barkley? One of the 10 best players I've ever seen. And, and you're right. People now look at him, especially kids, as this wacky, old, crotchety, funny guy who I love, by the way. That stuff that he's doing right there, Coach, he's closer to 6'3". Then he is 6'6", six, six, and he plays Wait, power I just said that. I've forward. stood next to him. He's actually my height. Right, because I've stood next to him one time. Um, after a fight, he joined a party, and, and Mario Lopez and his friends, and Barkley was invited. Really nice guy, by the way. And I'm 6'2". He was not that much taller than I was. And, and if you go back in the 80s all the way up to about the mid-90s, he was always in the top five in rebounding with those giants. And he extended his range. He became a pretty decent three-point shooter. He had all the skills in the world. You saw the end-to-end -end rushes where he could grab his own rebound and do the Bobby Orr, weave through defenders, and then dunk it. And he was a spectacular player. If you go back to the 92 Dream Team, he was the best player on that U.S. team not named Michael Jordan. Oh, that no, moment. Doubt. no doubt. Spectacular he player. He outshined all them dudes. Yes, spectacular uh, player. He, he was unbelievable. Uh, all right, so let me talk some quarterback stuff with you real quick. Pat Beverly goes to the Bulls. Westbrook to the Clippers. I like one of these. I don't like the other one. I I'm sure you can figure it out. I think, I think Pat Bev fits the Bulls to a T. Well, Beverly knows his role. It's to be a Bulldog. It's to be a Doberman. It's to get the under Bulls people's skin. That right now. Yeah, every once in a while, start a fight. Act like you're going to start a fight, but then get held back. But get the other. Now, Westbrook, uh, Westbrook is like injecting a bad – that's, 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 that's Beverly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I don't know where Westbrook fits. He don't fit the Clippers. To me, that's another Lakers situation. But I'm not mad at Westbrook either, Steve. I wouldn't want to leave L.A. either right well, now. I like, wouldn't either. But, what, but, Coach, what team says, hey, we need a ball-dominant guard that's not a great shooter, that's going to, like, not pass all the time, and is not going to understand. You know what? Let's get Westbrook. I, I didn't get that move. I didn't get that move. I don't know if this puts the Clippers over the top. I'll be honest with you. Hell no. I think it's gonna it's just gonna hurt their chemistry even more. And 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 shot and, and and Steve, Anthony Edwards, who I like this young guy, he came out and said he doesn't Thank like you. guys resting. Thank you. You know, Anthony, you have a future. You are a bright young man. By the way, though, it's too late. You can't fix it. Can't fix it. You 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 have you have ruined this to a point where it's become the thing. I'm gonna say it to exploit the system and be lazy. All right. Honestly. And, and guys are buying into it, and they don't think that they should be forced to play. Not work. To play a game. I'm sick of these journalists because they're so afraid of getting shut out. They're afraid of the social media heat. They should say, no, no, your job is to play basketball. Play basketball. We're not asking you to uh, man a pickaxe in a coal mine. We're not asking you to chop down trees in the Himalaya forest, okay? We're, we're not asking you to go up on a uh, hundredth story of a steel beam. 
You're playing a game. Now, it's a lucrative living. By the way, Coach, look at the Barkley era. When Charles Barkley, I think his rookie year was 84-85. Back then, the NBA, they used to fly commercial. Yeah. Right? No one load managed. No one. And you know what's funny? I didn't hear a lot of complaining. We have, we have conditioned these guys to culturally be lazy in basketball. And if I am a fan. In every sport. In every sport. But, you know, at least in football, for the most part, guys play if they can play. Like, they, they still play. But I, I, if I was a parent and I took my family to a game to watch a certain player or what I believe was most of the team and they sat out, I'd be like, kids, kids, I'm sorry. I'm going to put this into your Roth IRAs. And I'm, we're not doing this. I wouldn't go again. Hey, before I ask you about some quarterbacks uh, in the last 10 minutes, uh, I'm going to go on KC Radio 610 today. Uh, oh, that'll be fun. I'm sure they're going to welcome you with open arms. Um. <laughs> How about this, though? Biden travels to Ukraine, and that's 5,000 miles away. He's 200 miles from East Palestine, Ohio. Ohio had another breakout fire yesterday. Why would you go to Ukraine first? I'm just asking this question. I don't know anything about politics. I don't know anything about it. It has to tell To me, it tells me that there's more fishiness to the story yeah. if you avoid Ohio. I, I Look, here's, here's the issue. 81 million people voted for this. This is what you wanted. This is what you get. Do we have a chance to do something? Not that I believe in voting. Not that I believe that politics is the end all in B hall. Um, there, there's never been a cultural issue that had a political fix. But th this presidency is is mind boggling and astoundingly bad. They don't care about everyday Americans. And if you're going to make a change and, and try to try to um, make a real impact, you have to do it at the local level in terms of who you vote for, for in terms of the local municipalities. So that's the whole thing. This is an insult what's going on to the American people. And now I heard there's another fire, another explosion, and all sorts of train derailments. Not saying they didn't happen before, but keep this in mind. Nothing in life is coincidental. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is the life we live in, though. We just talked about, I just talked about entitled, enabled, instant gratification. I blame 1,000% the parenting, the parents or the, their lack of parents. Um, this is what we're teaching kids, though. Just so we're clear, I want to show this video to you so people understand. And it happens in the sports world, which escalates to the real world. This is what we're teaching. Hmm. Let me go back, Steve. He's hiding her on the court so she can be an extra body and go steal the ball. <laughs> like, that is that is a <sighs> grown folk doing that. Like, that girl, that girl didn't wake up and say, hey, coach, I'm going to behind your leg, which you're illegal, by the way. You're on the court, coach. But anyway, fuck it. That's how bad refs are, right? So anyway... Let's. I'm gonna hide behind your legs, and then I'm gonna go out and steal. Remember the old okie doke, stand on the yeah. sideline in special teams or on a trick play. I'll turn yeah, around. Stand right next to the sideline. You flip it out there on the fake field goal. I've seen that. 
that's football. That's at least legal. I'm on the field. You just fucked up and didn't count me. That right there is unbelievable. The things that I see uh, on Twitter at youth sports, specifically AAU basketball, even seven-on-seven football, with the behavior of not just the kids but the adults and the fights that break out, and then a lot of the skirmishes that happen in classrooms where now teachers are being assaulted. Now, you could say, well, Steve, it's always happened. I don't think so. I think there's a cultural decay taking place in our country where there is no respect for authority or even your own colleagues. You know, Coach, I went to Montebello High School. That was a working class, middle class school in the Ameri- uh, middle of East L.A., more of the nice part because Montebello was known as the Bel Air of East L.A., Coach, I saw two fights in four years. Honestly. Well, like, see, look at this. We got this. We got this. I'm going to put it in the city. I'm going to put it you up. Nah, you out of line, son. Why is you pissing on sides, huh? What's good with you, son? Motherfuckers don't care no more. And I told you that. That's a lot of cities today that are run by a certain political party. I'm just going to leave it at that. People get angry at me, but that is the truth. There's whole videos like, I don't know if you've heard of Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. That has more zombies than the Michael Jackson Thriller concert. And there's actually whole YouTube videos or channels dedicated just to that block, which is an open drug den. And these things are spreading. Um, and it's alarming. It, I know people in Philadelphia that have lived there their whole lives. I'm talking about six, three, six, four guys that are street guys. And they say, Steve, we do not go into Center City anymore unless we are packing heat. And I, was, and I was like, really? Yeah. And he said, yes. So I hate to say it. That stuff now is more or less the norm. And it's getting worse. Well, downtown LA is bad. Yes. They're, 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 they're bum-rushing dudes in the middle of the street yeah. right now. I mean, I don't know. It's funny, though. They surely know who to go after, Steve. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I told you, Taco Bell and weed... That'll make you do this. <laughs> By the way, that's at a Taco Bell. Just throwing that out there. Uh, all right, I'm going to get to some football before I got I got you for four minutes. Yeah. All right. Derek Carr met with the Jets. Jets are reneg- or they're not reneging, but they're holding back on making a decision. Uh, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers must be that guy. Yeah, holding it has to be. Back, right? Look, as I said in The Godfather, it's always business. It's never personal. If you get Derek Carr, it is an upgrade from Zach Wilson. However, Aaron Rodgers is an upgrade from almost everybody. So I like the way the Jets are playing this. You shoot for Rodgers, you settle for Carr. Either way, you upgrade your quarterback position. Well, I don't know if you're going to be able to settle for Carr, though, because by the time Aaron Rodgers gets out of the cave or the dungeon or whatever, and he comes out and says, oh, my God, I have a new renowned worldly view. I'm going to smoke some weed and go out and fucking whatever he's going to do, uh, weirdo fuck, whatever he does. I'm just curious, when is that? Because the Packers have to agree to trade. He has to tell the Packers, I'm going to be, I want to be traded. That whole negotiation, can it can Derek Carr be a saint by then? He might be, but if, if you're Derek Carr, what situation suits you the best, though? And again, I, I know Derek Carr, 
he probably has a time frame and a bit of a sense of urgency. But with the Jets, you have a chance of having Brees Hall. Hopefully he can return. He was having an excellent rookie year. You get Garrett Wilson as your number one receiver and a really good defense. Derek Carr, if he really if he cares about his legacy, and I don't know if he does, wants to win a little bit, right? Hasn't really done that all that much. I, I of all the teams that need a quarterback, if I'm Derek Carr, Jets would be number one on my list. I would play that out as long as I could to try to end up there. Yeah, I don't. I think Derek Carr now thinks he's some major, uh, major guy. And to my opinion, I think he thinks that, oh, no, you're not going to trade me and get no <laughs> Well, hold on. Let, let's, let's hold on. If he was, he'd still be a Raider. I mean, this is like saying, who's the hottest wa- housewife that just got divorced with three kids on ad Applebee's on a Friday night? I mean, I mean, come on. It's just it's all about, you know, who are we judging him against here? I That's what I'm saying. I just think he's yeah. uh, uh, very, very over. <laughs> well, you think he's terrible, don't they? <laughs> I think he's overvalued, to say the least. Um, Well, right now, right now, now, Steve, I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta calculate my AFC West fan bases so I don't have two on (laughs) at once. Um, I can't have Vegas on me, Steve. I go there too often. Yeah, you go there. You're a mark man. (laughs) You're gonna need like secret security, Allegiant Stadium, surrounded by the S1Ws, the Black Panthers, and Secret Service. There's coaches all around me. all right, ask you that question, Daniel Jones. I already said we call, we call, we anybody anybody you be tripping? I mean, Daniel, good grief, man! You've raised more in price than eggs in the zone platform. Come on, bro, settle uh, for thirty. You can live off of thirty, even in New York. You can find a nice two bedroom apartment with a with a nice big closet, even in New York. I know it's going to be tough. Just settle for thirty. And then play, play, parlay your own success. Gee. All right. Now, Lamar Jackson, is he going to be tagged today? Ooh. Because he is not a free agency. He will be a free agent if they don't tag him. And I don't, I heard they're too far apart. I don't know why this guy won't get an agent and shop the market, but he is, uh, it's, it's coming down to oh. crunch time. When I read those reports, and again, I don't know if anything's changed, but aren't they about $45 million apart in guaranteed money? The least of what I heard. That does not look good. When you're I that, 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 I, that, that almost looks like they're going to break apart. Not with the hiring of Munkin, right? Yeah. Well, okay. With Munkin. When did Munkin be? Look, I respect He's Todd Munkin. He's a great guy. He is. But look, Todd Munkin did a great job at Georgia. But when you had that team, especially by the end when they got healthy, when they had their two wideouts, you could run anything and look good. But now he, he, was throw, he was a throw. He wasn't running triple option and RPO and double option. He was running a little RPO, but he's more throw it, throw it, throw it. They run the ball behind a big, huge O line. Right. And coach, and if you go to that TCU game, they were on. They were on such a focus, and they were they were so physically dominant over TCU, scrappy little team, that every time they handed the ball off, it was second and two. Well, coach, you know this. Well, that anyone can be a genius when you can just run the ball. Hey, it's second and two. Great. I look like Bill Walsh, right? So I don't Todd Munkin. I don't know if he's a fit for Lamar Jackson, but again, if you are about forty million dollars apart, to me that's another way of saying one guy may not want to be there. 
and the other other side may not want you there. That's an interesting situation. I agree. Um, I'm uh, curious where they end up. What do the Bears do? Because now there's all these rumors that mm. Justin wants a dome. I, I, if we cater to these players anymore, I'm going to fucking throw up. Wait. I would, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Jim McMahon on the show, Steve, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, man, a dome counterpart wants a dome. How you feel about that?" He's gonna yeah. say, "Get the fuck out of here, JB." Look, I like Justin Fields. I I have a little bit different opinion than you do because I think he had no help. Chase Claypool is not a number one. They had a bunch of twos and threes and fours. Um, he had some decent running backs. No well, line, no line, no line. He got beat every game. It looked like he went through a 15 round prize fight. Uh, Cole Komet is a solid tight end. They got to get him some help. But I, I do wonder, though, if that organization thinks, you know, if we can get into a Bryce Young discussion or C.J. Stroud, are we better off starting there? That's that's the question that I think they have. Because I, I think it's a two-quarterback draft. I, as I've told you before, I'm not big on Levis or Richardson. I think those guys are projects. I really do. They need to sit for a couple of years. but. If you're going to go in and stick with Fields, you got to go all in, which means you got to like do what the Cowboys did with Troy Aikman. They got to get him. They already had Michael Irvin. Irvin came in the year before, but they fortified him with Moose Johnston, Emmett, uh, Emmett Smith, fortified the line. Jay Novacek was actually a plan B free agent. People forget about that. You draft an Alvin Harper. So if, if you really believe he's your franchise, did you say B like a girl has to go to Planned Parenthood? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that's an interesting analogy. In other words, do you want to abort him? Oh, I didn't say that. But anyway, um, even if there's a Will Anderson there, right? Will Anderson's great. He's going to be a 10-sack guy for a long time. I, I don't know if that helped your quarterback. So nah, again, it doesn't help right now either. Yeah. No, hey, you're right. Steve, they want help right now. So Yeah. So um, I don't, I, That's um, a tough one. That's a tough one. No doubt. Um, man, I know you got to get out of here. Go work out. Uh, avoid, uh, you know, the vid. The vid. Avoid that shit. Uh, I'll see you later this week, hopefully. And uh, yeah. go watch some Whitlock. All right, brother. Talk to you. Later. Steve Kim, everybody. Appreciate him joining in. Um, appreciate everybody. Pound the like button. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not one. Uh, become one. CoachJBStore.com. We got some merch out there. Go get you some merch. CoachJBStore.com. Don't forget it. Go get you some merch. New shit is always dropping on the website. CoachJBStore.com. Go on over there and check it out. Uh, man, appreciate everyone. Matt and Steve joining me. Matt got stuck in the snow. He's got a couple of my players in the gym working them out. Uh, much love to him for doing that. Appreciate everybody, and as always, appreciate all the birthday shout-outs, all the drop money you guys dropped. You didn't have to do that, man, and uh, I appreciate it. Nah, I'm not finished on going on Whitlock, man. Shit. It ain't, that'd be a bad look on Whitlock, wouldn't it? Not me. <laughs> Joe, I appreciate you, brother. Much love to everybody who dropped some money for my birthday, man. I can't, I, I, I can't thank you enough. You didn't have to do that. Uh, I didn't even know it was my birthday this morning when I woke up. Thank you to the Discord. Make sure you join it. Slap Nation. Become a member. Join today. Um, hey, 
I would love to go another 20 minutes. I got to go on 610 AM KC Radio. I'm sure the fan base is going to love me today, and that'll be great. So make sure you come on over there live. In about 20 minutes, I'll be on the uh, Kansas City 610 Radio. Uh, Come on over there and watch it. Bree, I love you too. Appreciate all you guys joining in. Mike Evans, everybody, become a member if you're not one. And uh, pound that like button on your way out the door. Work Boot Wednesday tomorrow. Chase Sr. will join me. We'll break down some more football, and we'll actually start showing some film on Last Chance Q uh, this week with Sean Salisbury. Uh, Gorgia, I appreciate it, Gorian. Uh, much love to all the Canadian folks in the, show, in the house. BJ, the mommy, everybody, I appreciate you all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Much love to you. I will see you tomorrow morning. Appreciate everybody. Uh, pound that like button on the way out, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Peace.